This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, happy Thursday, friends. The Monty Show, as always, presented by our good friends at The Advocates. TheAdvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business, where, again, you never pay a penny to talk to the best injury attorneys online right now at theadvocates.com for Morkman's comp to car accidents. Did you get hurt in an amusement park? Did you slip and fall in a restaurant? You didn't deserve to get injured, but you do deserve an advocate. Talk to an attorney online for free right now at theadvocates.com. A massive, massive story breaking out of Detroit um, in an update to the Michigan cheating scandal, the Detroit Free Press just shocked the world um, as it turns out now that the FBI has joined University of Michigan Police investigating Matt Weiss, the former offensive coordinator for the football team in computer crimes that stretch across multiple state lines. How? This is amazing. According to Tony Garcia at the Detroit Free Press, um, the FBI has been investigating Michigan football and and a former offensive coordinator, Matt Weiss, for months. And this, according today to the University of Michigan, is completely unrelated to the sign-stealing football, Michigan football cheating scandal. And I I don't mean to simplify this or make it trivial at all. How is Jim Harbaugh still employed? (laughs) Because you have a a, a recruiting incident, scandal, investigation that you took a self-imposed three-game rip for this year. You have this sign-stealing cheating scandal. And now your former offensive coordinator is being investigated by the FBI for computer crimes. And the investigation is, quote, extensive, ongoing, and is of the utmost priority, which is unbelievable to me for a guy that you just fired in January, less than a year ago, he was your offensive coordinator. And I'm asking myself, how does this go on? Like, are you surprised by this? No, I mean... I am surprised that they have not done anything about Jim yet. I it, it is it is sort of interesting timing that this is coming out. It does feel like you know the the FBI is never out of the loop. You know if something's going down that they've been investigating, obviously they're going to be right in the middle of that thing. And I think that that Michigan, you know, Michigan's hand is going to be forced here. I, I believe you know before this FBI piece came out, you know it, you could kind of think all right. Maybe Michigan's going to be stubborn here and they're not going to do anything about this somehow, right? It's really unexplainable to me how you haven't suspended Jim Harbaugh uh, indefinitely pending the outcome of the investigation, but whatever. But now that the FBI has been investigating your offensive coordinator for computer crimes, uh, and that's a separate piece altogether to to the sign stealing situation, I, I don't know how how anybody can deny that this is now number one a scandal. Number two, it's tarnishing the name of Michigan football. And number three, 
I don't know how the brass at Michigan haven't already rolled out a suspension. I I don't know. And in every literally not exaggerating every minute that goes by, it gets worse for them. And, and I would expect them to do something about this. I don't think that, you know, if you, if you care about the, the image of your university and your institution, how can you allow this guy to continue? Because again, it, it goes directly against, you know, all ethics, all everything, every, everything that you would ever want in yeah. terms of ethics and morals and running yeah. your ship the right way. This goes directly against it. It is stunning that just five minutes ago, the Detroit free press broke this story uh, that the FBI is now involved at, at Michigan on top of the new details today about Michigan football um, where our sources are telling us that the Big Ten is seriously considering taking action uh, against Michigan football because at this point, uh, we now know because of Pete Thamel at ESPN who reported that the NCAA enforcement team is on campus in Ann Arbor, which means they have just now begun their investigation. So if they were able to wrap that investigation up, let's say today, Michigan would have 90 days to respond to that investigation, which puts us into January well past the college football playoff. And I think the Big Ten is trying to avoid the USC debauchery, if you will, which right. is to have your, your one of your top brands compete for a championship, win it and have it rescinded or whatever all of that would be. At this point in time, where we are with this Michigan cheating scandal, the Big Ten or Michigan is going to have to act if you are going to take Michigan out of postseason contention or Jim Harbaugh out of his position. But think now with the news that we know from the Detroit Free Press, think about all that the Michigan administration is dealing with. You've had the FBI on your campus. You've got NCAA enforcement on your campus. You've got an enormous amount of pressure to take action against Jim Harbaugh on the football program. And I think this Matt Weiss FBI revelation from the Detroit Free Press, I think only ramps that up and ratchets up the heat on Michigan administration to do something, to take action, even if you don't know truly the end result of this investigation. I don't see how you have not suspended Jim Harbaugh with pay pending the outcome of these investigations. The FBI is investigating your former offensive coordinator and has been working in tandem with the University of Michigan police, which means the administration in, in Ann Arbor knew that that was going on and has done nothing about it. And again, I, I, I say to you, how much responsibility does Jim Harbaugh have for the actions of his coaches and his staff? And I would tell you, Jim Harbaugh as the head coach at Michigan has 100% accountability for the actions of his coaches and staff. Yes. And you now have a, a former offensive coordinator terminated and under FBI investigation for actions he took while he was at Michigan in Michigan's offices using Michigan computers. We now know that an independent firm, yesterday we found out, are the ones who went to Michigan, the Big Ten, and the NCAA after they uncovered evidence of a sign-stealing operation, if you will, on Michigan computers and servers. We now have strong indication and evidence, and it is most people's opinion. There are leaks coming from inside the Michigan football department 
damaging Jim Harbaugh and the University of Michigan, Jake, I, I, I just don't know what else the University of Michigan needs to take action. Here. Yeah, and, and I think your point about them knowing about this, you know, this, you know, FBI investigation spot on, because again, if you were aware of that, you know, for however long you've been aware, you know, let's call it six months, probably way longer than that, but let's just call it six months. If you've been aware even for six months, then this popped up. How long did you know that this stuff was going on before it came out publicly, before it started to be investigated? And, and that's where I'm just saying, if you're Michigan, it's starting to sort of come full circle that, hey, you were no longer, hey, you didn't know Jim's innocent. This is just a hack job by the media. We're obviously way past that. This is, oh, you did know. Your athletic director definitely knows. Jim for sure knows. And pretty much it was an open secret in the football program what was going on. I, don't tell me you didn't know. And as far as the FBI side of it, I don't know how many people knew about that. That seems to be more of a secretive thing. That seems to be more of an isolated thing. I'm sure more information will come out. But, but the, the, point the issue, though, not to interrupt you, but the issue is if the FBI is working with the University of Michigan yeah. uh, police, the administration from top to bottom knows that the FBI is on campus investigating an employee, now a former employee. Mm -hmm. They knew about that. They had to have known about that. They terminated Matt Weiss. So they understand what the, the gravity of the evidence is. This is, this is just another, this is just another weight on the wrong side of the law for Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, and I think that, you know, I I, I I just kind of feel like we're at a point where Michigan has to do something. It, yes. it just feels like the mountain of evidence and the momentum in the direction of this story uh, is pushing in every way to to suspend this guy uh, and, and figure it out. I mean, I, I that's just the start, I almost feel like. I mean, at some point, you have to mm. step up and issue a statement and say, hey, this is the university's stance on all of this, which is probably just going to be more, more lawyer talk for we can't talk about anything, but we're suspending Jim with, with pay. Okay, cool. At least then we know you're doing somewhat of the right thing. Yeah. But I'm telling you, this makes Michigan look really bad. I, I mean, if you're willing to do it in football, what other sports are you willing to do this in that don't get the attention football does? And I, I again, just say, How? How do you have a former offensive coordinator? Think about Jim Harbaugh's staff at this moment. You have his former offensive coordinator under FBI investigation, and they're calling it an intense priority investigation of computer crimes across multiple state lines with multiple victims. I'm for real. Let that sink in for a minute. Wally was the offensive coordinator at Michigan, number one. Number two, you now have what most people believe is one of the most serious cheating allegations against any college program in, in modern times. No, like we we showed you, and I think we still have it. Bob Stoops yesterday, uh, you know, talked about everyone saying, oh, it happens all the time. No, it doesn't. I've never heard of that in all my years of football in every team I've ever been on. Sure, do we look across the field? If you can see it, that's your job. So Bob Stoops, in all of his years of experience, has never heard of a cheating operation like the one we have now found out about at Michigan. 
where you have another staffer suspended with pay pending the outcome of this investigation. Then you have Jim Harbaugh, who took a three-game suspension, and the NCAA Committee on Infractions said it's not good enough. The four games you negotiated with the NCAA is not nearly good enough. We're going to handle your discipline after the season, to which your answer was, okay, we'll self-suspend for three games. What, like, what is it that Jim Harbaugh is doing? The question that you always ask. Yeah. What is it that Jim Harbaugh is doing to make you be so loyal to this guy? Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're winning natties with him. It's not like it's not like you're just the best of the best in college football. Are you number two overall right now? Sure you are. Sure you are. But that's a that's a a, a far cry from being the national champion uh, of college football. Yeah. And and the real problem here and the real indictment on this whole sign stealing, you know, organized situation. Man, man is that you lost to TCU in Georgia. You lost, dude. You lost. You got your ass kicked. So so you were undefeated in the season because you could scout all those teams, and then the teams you couldn't scout in the college football playoff kicked your ass. And that's a problem. So the on-field results say you did it. The off-the-field mountain of evidence at this point says you did it. And yet Michigan wants to sit here and, I mean... I'm not trying to mischaracterize anything, but it does kind of feel like Michigan's kind of turning a blind eye to this a little bit. We haven't heard. I mean, the only thing we've ever heard is Michigan's aware of the investigation, and that's that. Okay, great, cool, awesome. Tell me something I don't know. I'm per- I am I know you're aware of the investigation, but what's your stance on it? What's your opinion? Where, like, what what are you going to do about it? And, and I'm telling you, like, it, this is where I get into, okay, Michigan, you either are going to, you're condoning cheating or yeah. you're taking a stance against cheating. And if you were taking a stance against cheating, we'd have had a suspension already. Uh, and we probably had a few more things, but we don't have that yet. And wild. I'm really surprised by it. Absolutely wild. And every day we sit on this show and talk about this with Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. Something new happens, it feels every like. Every day. And you're like, well, there's no way that it could get worse than what we saw yesterday, um, you know, where, you know, an outside firm, you know, presented this evidence and found, you know, evidence of sign stealing on computers accessed by multiple coaches, evidence that suggests a scandal is bigger and broader than just one low-level assistant that, the outside firm presented the NCAA officials with photographs of people investigators believed to be Michigan scouts in action. The outside firm told the NCAA cell phone videos depicting coaches staff from these games were uploaded to a computer drive maintained and accessed by Connor Stallions. And now the University of Michigan Police Department says that outside firm is not in any way related to the to the the Weiss scandal with the FBI. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, and then you have this Jim Stapleton situation. Now. Everyone's asking, hey, where did the leak come from? Oh, it turns out most people believe that the leak came from an individual named Jim Stapleton. Well, who the hell is Jim Stapleton? Jim Stapleton is a Michigan booster who happens to be on the NCAA Committee of Infractions who also happens to not be a big Jim Harbaugh fan. So... You're telling me that someone within your program, a booster, who has access to information, knows people, is at, you know, is at every home game. You know, you know the deal. It's wild. Leaked all this. That's what I'm saying. The, the core 
issue here is people don't like Jim Harbaugh. I think you're right. The more you've said that, and again, not to tell you, hey, look where I've been. Uh, when I covered Jim in San Francisco, he was not well-liked in the in the locker room. His 49er players did not love Jim Harbaugh. Nobody at Stanford was sad to see him go. And I think, frankly, they could not wait to pack his stuff and ship him out when he left the 49ers. Yeah. And did they win after that? No, Jim Tom Sula was a disaster. But that's not really even the point. Jim Harbaugh is not an easy guy to work for or work around. And he is, Jim's kind of a red ass. And he does not, he does not seem, in my opinion, to have much care for the people around him. And these situations, you don't survive these kind of situations. You, you Let's just be brutally honest about it. It almost doesn't matter what Michigan does at this point. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe that the Big Ten is going to allow Michigan to compete for its championship this year. I have a real problem believing that. I have a real problem that the Big Ten is going to allow Michigan football to compete for a postseason spot. I I cannot believe that. Mm -hmm. And it would be stunning to me now that the Detroit Free Press has made this information public. You cannot tell me that Jim Harbaugh is not getting suspended with pay I would be surprised if we got through the show tomorrow and that didn't happen. And, and hey, maybe that's why Michigan hasn't acted yet, you know? It's and, wild. And, and maybe they will, but maybe that's why they haven't acted yet because they're in conversation with Tony Petiti uh, about how, you know, what are the best steps forward? Because I do believe that that definitely matters. How, like, so if your intent at Michigan is to suspend Jim Harbaugh, yeah. okay, well, well, okay, if that's what we want to do, let's talk to Tony Petiti, our commissioner of the conference, because... He's ultimately going to be right in the middle of this thing. And and let's see what his opinion is on how we should move forward. And maybe through that process, that's why it's taking them some time. But I'm just telling you, every day that goes by that this guy is still in his office at Michigan is a bad day. You can't have this guy on campus right now. He is, he is hazardous, man. He is radioactive right now. You have to get him off campus and get this investigation through, you know, just concluded. Because ultimately, now we're now you're in over your head. Now you're talking about the Federal Bureau of Investigation yeah. on your campus. Like, it, it, you're, it, you're not in control anymore. You're along for the ride. Yeah, I, I don't know how you get away from this. And I think the only way you can get away from this is popping a buck shot and hoping for the best. Dude, I agree, bro. That's, that's all I can say. Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Here it is right here in my hand. You see me drink it every single day on the show. It's a buck shot. You want six free buck shots? Go get them in the description uh, of the show below right here on YouTube. Or, hey, listen, if you're on the podcast or wherever you're at watching the show, hello to everybody on uh, Instagram Live today. Uh, just Google search The Monty Show. Find us on YouTube and you'll see the link for six free buck shots. Now, what's a buck shot? It's an energy shot, essentially, right? But why is it different and better? And everybody asks me this. Because the ingredients in a buck shot are elite. 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine with a bunch of brain food. Elite ingredients that make an elite product that does exactly what it says it's going to do. No spikes, no crashes. You just feel better, which is why here on the Monty Show, we trust Bucked Up and Buckshot to power us through the next two and a half hours. Nah, not cheers to you, but cheers yeah. to you, friends. There you go. I'm a blue Raz guy. I love it. It's blueberry flavor. 
I'm also a watermelon fan, but get the free six buck shots in the description below. And listen, if you're somebody that uses pre-workout, if you're somebody that's a big lifter, you use whey protein isolate like I do. Every morning at the gym, I use racked BCA, branch chain amino acids with six point uh, creatine. I drink that while I'm working out, come home and have a protein shake, get my collagen peptides in there. Hell yeah. Bucked up, does it right. Use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off at checkout. Less of us, more of you. Where are you guys at on this Michigan scandal? Let's see. First one in today is Shaner, who says the biggest garbage is Pac-4 saving the day in 2024. Because well, it's garbage. I think the Big Ten is, is a weak conference today. This cheating scandal is not going to help that. But I think when you look at 2024 and beyond, you add SC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington, that's a better conference now. No question. Is it as strong as, and I think this is a legitimate argument to Shaner's point, is it as strong as the Big 12? It certainly is not in basketball. But in football, you have Michigan, Ohio State, the four new Pac-12 schools that are all powerhouses in football. I think it's awfully difficult to say that the 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 Big Ten is not pushing the SEC for the second second best conference yeah. in football. I think the SEC is still head and shoulders better. Um, but right now, today, I think it's the Big 12 or maybe the, the Pac-12. Maybe that power shifts. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see what happens with Michigan because Michigan is going to get slapped in the bag for this. Michigan is going to lose postseason berths, I think. You're going to struggle to recruit for two years here, I have to believe, because this penalty is not going to be light. No. Uh, Michael Osepic. Okay, Michael, he gives us $5. Hello. No member love your show. I don't know what you mean by that, but thanks for the five bucks. Uh, Delaric gives us $2. Do they make pinstripe khakis? I don't know that they do. <laughs> He's not going to jail, but. Does Jim Harbaugh ever coach another college football program? No. I, after this, I have a hard time believing he, he survives that. I think he could legit, I think he could get a five-year show cause. I don't think that's outlandish. I don't think that's over the top even a little bit. Hero 75, the fact that Harbaugh isn't gone makes me wonder if he has dirt on someone. Maybe some higher-ups than Harbaugh signed off on the cheating to win. Well... I think all that's under the 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 table now. It doesn't matter because he he at a minimum is going to get whacked. Yeah. How does the athletic director survive? Because the athletic director's got all kinds of problems in his football department, right? I, you're not winning to the level you would like to. Although I think Juwan's got the basketball pro, uh, program in good shape. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Football is what makes the world go round. I think we all know that. Cleveland rocks, dude. What are you going to do for a quarterback? Did you guys see today that uh, washcloth guy said he has no idea when he's going to play again? Scott. Deshaun Watson says he has no idea when he'll play again. Hey, he said he's in the right place mentally and spiritually and physically, except for his shoulder. You know, his shoulder's important to quarterbacks? I guess. Uh, finally, get to watch you live. Does it still help your program to hit the like button when it's in rerun? Yes, it does. Yes, it w does. Watson is wearing out his welcome in Cleveland. It may well be that... Deshaun Watson's the worst contract in the history of the NFL when it's um, said and done. Could be. Because he's not helping the Cleveland Browns. Always hit the like button. We appreciate you guys. We are rapidly 
rocketing towards 50,000 subscribers uh, here on the Monty Show. Where are we at right now? We're at 41. Let's see, 41,432. So hit the like button. That really helps the channel grow. Uh, if you are not a subscriber to the channel, please consider hitting subscribe. It allows you to comment. Uh, as usual, we are in um, subscriber-only mode today, so appreciate that. Everybody that hits the like button, you're the best. Um, let's get your let's continue to get your comments rolling here on uh, Jim Harbaugh. And if you're just tuning in, I see we got a big bump of people just tuning in. The FBI is at Michigan. I said the FBI. Oh, the FBI. Oh, what are you talking about, man? Is working with the University of Michigan police to investigate former Michigan offensive coordinators' computer crimes, which have multiple victims across state lines. Um, like, how is that possible? How is that possible? Will Jim Harbaugh survive this? Should Jim Harbaugh survive this? I think that's a bigger question. Mm -hmm. Mike Rodriguez, if proven liar Urban Meyer is still talked about here and there, as long as a booster has money, Jim will be asked to coach in college. Jim you know. will want to stay in the NFL or TV. How long until he gets a job? I, here's my thing for Jim. At what point do you just say, yeah, you know, the racket's not worth it. Yeah, I love coaching football and it's my life's work. But damn, the racket's mm. not worth it, man. I think you're close. I mean, when do you take the cushy TV job? And this is the other problem for Jim. Jim is not Tom Brady. No. Jim is not some dynamic, gotta have him on your set guy. Jim is khaki, thick-ass, round-glasses guy. No, is, is Jim Harbaugh the guy that you want analyzing the Chicago Bears? The Bears. The Bears and Packers. Yeah. Uh, hey, Jim, can you break down the, why uh, good old Notre Dame had 10 guys on the line for us? Yeah, that's rich. And Michigan you don't, head coach breaking that down. But do you understand the issue here with Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh is a Michigan man. He played at Michigan. Like this was his man. dream job. I'm going home to cause scandal and not win anything. Like that's what that's yeah. what we're talking about here. I mean, that is that is absolutely what we're talking about here. Yeah. And it's 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 horrendous for Michigan. There's no there's no spinning it. It's absolutely horrendous. Uh welcome the man rock. The man rock as a member of our uh, on YouTube now. The man rock. The man, comma, rock. So are you the rock? Uh, it could be. It could be. It could be, dude. Stay it, hard. It could be. Uh, Eric Wasikowski. Nice name, dude. Urban Meyer visits Michigan State for a second time should be the bigger story. Oh, did he really? Did he really? Okay. I like it. Yeah, that'd be fitting. Let's hire. Oh, Mel Tucker got in trouble? Yeah, let's hire Pervin Meyer. That seems good. Did he really? I did not hear that. If that's true, I did not hear that. I'm I'm I cannot believe that. Uh, I can't believe it. Cisbro, that buckshot transition was fantastic. Hey man, it's what we do. You know, Phil Benzer, Michigan football program needs an enemy. <laughs> Bro, I'm uh from what I understand, they have plenty of enemies and they're in their own house. <laughs> I mean, that that might be the more remarkable part of this. Cause I do believe, in my opinion. I think the Big Ten is going to take Jim Harbaugh off the field. Have to. And I think they are not going to allow Michigan football to participate in the postseason. I don't see any other logical end to this thing. You know, I think that's as simple as it is. Yeah. But 
can you imagine a place where they're Big Ten champions? Where they are in the college football playoff? No. No. I can't see it. I don't care who you are. You're not going to force your TV partners to put a freaking fraud on TV. Yeah. You're not forcing them to do that. Can't believe it. Cannot believe it. Um, Let's see. Boyd Lake. Guys, guys, guys. It's all ball bearings these days. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Tanner Plummer just saw the Instagram video. Cool to see what the rest of the studio looks like. We are we are live on Instagram. Yeah, we're live on the gram and stuff, you know? Yeah, it's cool. There's a like it's just a it quite literally, it's just a room with a door and, and a stuff. clock and stuff. But That's thanks for watching. Interesting, man. Uh Randall Appleton says Monty is weak. Randall's a guy who says our show sucks. <laughs> uh Randall complains that you you say the word yeah too much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh-huh, yeah. Sick, uh, Randall, thanks for being here. Thanks for being a subscriber. Thanks for commenting on the show. Thanks for commenting on our videos. Yes, yes, yes. You really helped the channel grow, man. Thank you so much. Couldn't I, do it without you, brother. I really appreciate it. Stupefied says, I'm scared for Jim. Are you really? Why are, are you really? scared for him? Like, yeah, I wouldn't be, I would not be scared for him in any way, shape or form. And this is what I've been waiting for. I, I've been waiting for Michigan fan to finally come out of their basement about why they support Jim. It's funny how mm. brash and how in your face Michigan fan was. And now all of a sudden I don't see Michigan fan anywhere. All of a sudden Michigan fans nowhere in the comments on our channel. I I, I don't see you guys live on the show. What happened? I, there's, but there's no more way to spin this. I mean, the FBI is investigating your former offensive coordinator for, for computer crimes. Boom. Out of here. The Federal Bureau of Investigations. Any bureau that starts with federal you're is in not trouble. good news for you, you. You're in trouble. There's no way to spin this anymore at all. AAR, Michigan Wolverine Manifesto, required reading. <laughs> and that's the worst part. Okay, so let me get this right. You have... You have Superman Jim Harbaugh going back to his alma mater to save the football program. Right. You have this this football analyst who has family that is at Michigan. His dream is to be the head coach at Michigan to the point where he writes a manifesto, as he called it, an, a plan of action to not only become the head coach at Michigan, but to bring Michigan to the top of the college football world. My word. And part of it is, he is as detailed as, I want kids who test low on the ACT and the SAT, but have high grade point averages because it shows that they're outworking their talent. Y'all feel me? Because their test scores are, scores are low, but they're outworking those low test scores getting good grades. I want them on the field. He he says that he analyzed all the football players at Navy and scoped their test scores versus their GPAs, and the best players had lower test scores and higher GPAs. And those are the players he wants on his team. Like, this cat was not screwing around. Yeah, this is hardly his problem now. Is he the one that was executing on the, you know, sign-stealing stuff? Yes. This is much bigger than Buddy now. This is this right? is 
AD, you know, this is, you know, I, I hesitate to accuse the higher than AD level people of knowing, but something tells me that they possibly knew, you know, like this is a, the athletic director had to know a hundred percent. There's no question about it. The athletic director knew football football revenue is what powers your athletic department. Dude, You had a budget for travel to send people out to other stadiums. Don't tell me your athletic director knew nothing about this. Delaric says, I take my buck shot at one to get through the rest of my day. My guy, let's let's go. go. Let's go. Um, Gumby fresh out. I get a free McMuffin this morning. Well, it's a good day. You love yourself a good egg McMuffin. Oh, yeah, dude. There, there's nothing. Dude, there's nothing like an OG egg McMuffin when it's cold outside. Nothing. Uh, Boyd Lake, the SEO king of America. Uh, you got to admit, once there's blood in the water, it's going to be a rough ride for whomever is getting gnawed at, bro. 100%. Be- and I don't know why we're like that as a society, but we love it. We're going to deny it as hard as we can until it's undeniable. Oh, Jimmy had no idea. He stole from me. And then like 50 other people. Yeah, he stole from me too. You know, like like, we are a society that piles on. Yeah. There's no, there's no doubt about that. No doubt. Uh, Jeff Woodward says, way to start the day, Gumby. Seriously, nothing like free. Free is for me. Uh, Jaws theme played in the background whenever Jim is walking around. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Uh, big 10 syndicate, big blue. Yeah. But is it, if it is true about this, this, and and booster strong, but if it is true that this supporter of Michigan football is the one leaking all this information, man, you're, you're getting piped from inside your own program. (laughs) I mean, this is good fellas. This is the mob dude. Like this is, yes. Yeah. This is, this is not good. And this again, is not good at all. What am I going to say? Maybe the booster wouldn't be piping you if you were piping a better you. person and more people liked you and you knew how to save face in front of the people who funded your program. But instead, you're the guy that's a red ass at the, you know, at the uh, meetings you have to go to that you hate going to. You're the guy that builds that reputation of you know, you walk in and the energy in the room gets all weird. Like, but he also, he also is the classic victim. Yeah. He also is a guy that's like, everybody's out to get me. I did nothing wrong. Jim, do you feel like your program has a target on its back, both because of the success on the field and also some things off the field? Uh, yeah, I think success, I mean, does that. There's people that don't like to see people be successful, you know? Um, and there's a target, yeah, that's... I mean, everybody's pointed that out uh, from the beginning of the season. Um, but our guys are, uh, you know, they're just very focused. Um, you know, and just go about their business, you know. Wake up, take care of business today. And then uh, and we still got to get back, uh, get the guys back to Ann Arbor and, and then wake up tomorrow and take care of business again. Uh, yeah. fucking you're not a victim, sir. Get the hell out of here. I, I, oh, we're a victim, man. You remember a few good men yeah. when uh, Colonel Jessup's like, I'm going back to my base. Jim's like, I'm going back to Ann Arbor. I'm going back to the safe harbor, harbor of the computers in the football office. No, well, actually, you're not. The, the FBI. I'm, not done. I'm not done with my examination. Yeah, sit down. The FBI <laughs> took your computer, sir. 
(laughs) (laughs) Jim Harbaugh's like, you need me on that goal line. You want me on the 25, right? Like he's, but he'll never, and, and I get it. It's on brand for football coaches. You're never going to admit there's a problem. You're never going to admit it. Uh, Matt Ritson for $5. There's another fine mess you've got me into, Mr. Jim Harbaugh. Seriously. Uh, Ryan Willie, what's up, Ryan, for $10? Can't stand most of the national media excusing Michigan by saying everybody does it. The Big Ten wouldn't kill the ATM machine. I want Michigan to receive a two-year bull ban. But the issue is, here's the issue. The issue is that not everybody does what Jim Harbaugh did. Yeah. And what Michigan football did. The truth is, as Bob Stoops has said, as Nick Saban says, as all of these coaches have said, if you can look across the field and you can say, oh, wait, that's a pass. They are. They're coming with a pass. Chase Winovich, Chase Winovich, they're coming with a pass. Be ready. Okay, that's different. But when you send football department interns, which is what is alleged, when you carve out a $15,000 budget, which is what is being reported that Michigan did, $15,000 budget to go travel around to future employees, to go to the SEC championship game, you send football interns out to do that. No, nobody else is doing that. No. And again, I want to make this really clear because I feel like a lot of people don't know this. It is not illegal to steal signs. It's not. Here's what's illegal. To travel to other stadiums to scout, that's illegal. To travel to other stadiums for the purpose of stealing signs, that's illegal. To videotape sidelines directly, that's illegal. To steal signs with electronic recording equipment, that's illegal. Because it's illegal. Jim Harbaugh is alleged to have done all of that. Yeah. Michigan football is alleged to have done all of that. And on top of that, the FBI is in your your program now. So... What are we talking about? Oh, by the way, it's also illegal to commit computer computer crimes against multiple victims across state lines, allegedly, which is what the FBI is allegedly investigating at Michigan. This is wild, bros. There's no way, Ryan Willie, there's no way to excuse it away. Oh, this is not, everybody is not doing what Michigan football did. Please, let's stop saying that. And can we please... Take the moment to say, yeah, we should put mics in the helmets of quarterbacks. Please. Isn't that the minimum of what should happen here? Help us. That is the minimum of what should happen here. Let's not even, let's not even pull punches. Coming up in 20 minutes, Texas Tech versus BYU. Did Texas Tech. (laughs) How does BYU find itself in these situations? (laughs) Did Texas Tech spit in the face of BYU football players? (laughs) Joey McGuire says no next at 10 o'clock, <laughs> right? This is what is going on this year. In the lie detector football. test determined that, that was, was a lie. Because <laughs> I think they did. I, I'll tell you that now. We'll get into it in, in, in hour number two. But I, I think they did. I think they did. Uh, Ram Spencer, do you actually know the FBI investigation has anything to do with sign stealing? Oh, no. Oh, contraire, friends. No, no. We're not saying it has no. anything to do with sign stealing, no, no. sir. In fact... We're, 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 we're telling you that the University of Michigan Police Department spokespeople today said that the FBI investigation and the investigation into uh, Matt Weiss, I believe they said, is completely and totally unrelated 
um, to the sign stealing investigation. Um, dude. But if you put seven and 65 together, you get 38. When you, you, <laughs> you got to carry the six. Anyway, the point yeah, is. that was them doing the budget. Oh, when you, when you put A plus B equals. Yeah. How do you think they got into those computers? Well, I'm going to guess they were investigating, I don't know, computer crimes. <laughs> because let's go back to what we found out yesterday. Yeah. Right. What did we tell you yesterday on the show? That among the pieces of evidence that an independent firm who was auditing Michigan found was a detailed schedule of Michigan planned sign-stealing travel for the rest of the season, listing opponent schedules, Michigan scouts would attend those games, and how much money was budgeted for travel. The sign-stealing investigation threatening to disrupt Michigan's football season began after an outside investigative firm approached the NCAA with documents and videos. Put your seatbelts on and your hands at 10 and 2, kids. They said they obtained it from computer drives maintained and accessed by multiple Michigan coaches, according to two people familiar with the matter. So no, you can say that the two crimes are not related. I'm having a hard time believing that that this is all just fruit of the computer crimes tree. Right. Why is an outside firm investigating Michigan computers? And are you really going to tell me it's just a dink that your former offensive coordinator is being investigated by the FBI for computer crimes across multiple victims and oh. state lines? Well, hmm, let's see. I wonder, hey, look at this file over here. This looks pretty suspicious, Jimmy. Better open that up. What do you mean? Sign stealing travel budget. Facial recognition. Hmm. Who the fuck is Matt? What's this guy's name? Uh, Matt Weisovich. That's who Connor who? <laughs> Wait, we're looking at Matt Weiss. Who's Connor? Connor Stallone? Stallion? Yeah, He's nice a, horse. Yeah. Okay. Well, look at these videos. <laughs> like That's how this happened. You know, they're looking for computer crimes with Matt Weiss and they're like, hmm, what's this drive that says nothing to see here? Skip. <laughs> that's what that's what this looked like. And actually, I don't even think that they labeled it nothing to see here. They probably said signs we stole at Ohio State signs we stole at Penn State. Right. Like th this seems so stupid that you did it this way. Come on, man. You can't tell me these things are. Do you really believe these things are not related? No, no. Hello. I'm having trouble with that. Uh, Cleveland rocks. In your opinion, will Harbaugh coach against uh, Ohio state? I do not believe he will. No, no, no. I do not believe he will. Uh, Elks 70 Michigan manifesto mission page. Number 601 quote unquote. <laughs> Scout TCU. <laughs> What I love is it's probably page 601 and it just says TCU at the top and the page is blank, right? You're fired. What are you doing? We hire, <laughs> we hire the best people. Jackass. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, Michael Ose I'm killing your name. Michael Ozempic. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> He's skinny fat. Yeah. Time to cut.
Yeah. Uh, Michael Osepek. Uh, Osepek. Ocean Peck? Like I said. Michael. How about Mike? Hey, Michael. 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 Uh, new member. Love your show. I'll appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Uh, as we talk about the latest details in the Michigan sign-stealing, uh, cheating scandal thing, uh, on the Monty Show, which always is presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. You guys, last night, Mrs. Monty was doing it again. I get home, and of course, because she's a lovely wife, I walk in the door. She gives me a hug. We make out for about an hour. And then, like, the, computer, the computer in the living room is, like, smoking. I'm like, what's going on out there? What are there? you, Jim Harbaugh? And she's like, no, I don't coach at Michigan, but I do use TridayTrading.com. Yeah. Uh, she was doing her day training when I got home last night. And again, just seeing her develop the skills that TridayTrading.com is teaching her to become an elite level day trader, phenomenal. She's so much better in week two, reading the indicators, understanding what the markets are doing. Because at night, you're day trading uh, the American dollar in Australia, and they give you a bunch of indicators, like they give you systems, they give you software, they give you training. And so she can say, I'm not, I'm not going to hit this trade. Now I'm going to sit this one out. Oh, there we go. Uh, look at this. Like It's amazing to watch her operate. It is so fun to day trade. It is entertaining. It is anxiety causing. It is exciting. And it's rewarding to watch my wife be just so good at it already. Trydaytrading.com. Don't take my word for it. Go get their $10 30-day trial membership at trydaytrading.com. That $10 is a charity donation, so it's a tax write-off. At TridayTrading.com, that 30-day trial membership, they give you the whole program. You get a coach of your own, you get all the software, and you are trading within hours of signing up uh, for your 30-day your trial membership. It is fun. It is exciting. Trust me when I say it's going to change your life at TridayTrading.com. Uh, coming up in uh, 10 minutes, we'll get to BYU versus Texas Tech. Um, also don't forget that we've got Thursday night football tonight, Tampa at Buffalo, Buffalo. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Uh, uh minus nine and a half. Buffalo's a nine and a half point favorite at home on prime video tonight. Is Josh Allen still one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL? And is there any chance that Baker breaks the nine and a half point cover for Tampa? I I, th I think there is. I am not at all confident in in Buffalo right now. I don't think Josh Allen has a cohesive receiving unit. I think Josh Allen is a dominant quarterback when he's on his game, mm -hmm. but he does not seem to be on his game right now. I don't love. I, I this is a game you stay away from, in my opinion. If you got a position, uh, if you're somebody yeah. that'll put some ducats on it, man, I would stay away from this game. Yep. I don't love it at all. I don't, the nine and a half is a crazy number. Mm. Man, yeah, I, would, I would stay away from it, I think. Yeah, no, I, I think that this is, Buffalo is, has just gone the wrong direction. You know, ever since that game against Kansas City, you know, where they, they lost, it's just gone the wrong direction. And, and I don't have any, I, like I'm a Josh Allen guy. I believe in the dude, but he just hasn't been able to get it done recently. And I think that's what's difficult is, you know, he used to be a guy where you're like, yeah, this is this is like Roethlisberger 8.0. This guy this is a huge quarterback, big body quarterback with a cannon. Yeah. You know, can take a beating and still be productive. 
and they just haven't been able to figure it out. So yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah, there's no question. Belief in the bills is, is not nearly as high as it once was. And nine and a half yeah. in an NFL game where the number is what? 43 and a half. Good Lord. I want nothing to do with that. Uh, I want not a nothing to do with that. Um, Hawkeye fan in Indy says, is Jim Harbaugh signed up uh, his trial at Triday Trading? I hope he has. Mike Smith, Mrs. Monty going day trading, Mr. Monty going nights soloing. Well, you know. No, I'm no not comment. I'm not playing your game today. No comment, sir. You know what, Mike? No I am not playing your game. If you can't solo yourself, who can you solo? No. Uh Phil Benzer, where is all the Oregon State people here? Yeah, well, you know. Uh Force Ghost Fabio says, I'll sign up on the first. Do it, man. Do it. I and that's the great thing about TridayTrading.com. You can sign up whenever you want. It's 10 bucks. And whether it's the first or the 31st, whatever it is you you want to do, knock yourself out, man. Uh, Miss Mike Phillips, will Mrs. Monty pony up uh, the 10 grand to keep going after the 30 day trial? I, I would think that there's no chance she would not like she, because she's doing so well in it. Yeah. She's doing really well in it. Um, salty drunk says that's a good exchange. Yeah. The Australian exchange. It absolutely is. Jimmy Autzen. I think the Bieber fans are boycotting football. That's right. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? That's right. They are, uh, Boyd Lake. Hmm, I think the Bucks look good there. I would listen. Nine and a half is a huge number in the NFL. Yeah, it's it's a huge number, and I think it is. I think it's going to be very interesting to see uh, exactly where that number goes. But that's in 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 NFL terminology in NFL games. That is a huge number. Yep. I mean that is a that is absolutely a huge number. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how all that plays out. Uh, Rodriguez says, I'll take the under on that one. Phil Benzer says, sounds uh, sounds Monty chased away the Beaver fans out. Hey, could be. Um, we had a ton of Beaver fans in here yesterday. OG, Gary, Buffalo defense looks shaky. Yeah. He got some injuries too. So um, Tanner Plummer. Hey, Jake, is your guy coming through tonight in Thursday night football, Jake? Oh, man, Baker Mayfield, dude. He's going to win every Super Bowl he ever plays in. Stay hard. If he ever plays in one, I love that guy. Yeah, dude. Dude's got a 100% win rate. I mean, come on. What's to talk about? Are you still feeling dangerously? Did you wake up feeling dangerous this morning? Like with yeah, Baker I mean, and, you know. I, and when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty yeah, dangerous. Thanks, Baker. You know, I, I think that, yeah, I think he'll have a good night. I, I think ultimately both of these guys, both of these offense are turnover prone right now. You know, Baker's a guy that'll throw the interception. You know that about him. Yeah. I, I, I don't, yeah, I do. don't run away from that. Baker's someone who turns the football over a little bit too much. And frankly, Josh Allen's been out here playing hero ball a lot this season. So that's what I'm telling you. Like I, on one hand, I could see this going under on another hand. If we got two to four interceptions it combined, it cannot go. Are you, you think there's a chance this goes under 43 and a half? Yeah, if a defense shows up, yeah. I I mean that's you're you're talking about 21 points each like 28 to 10. Yeah, I that would be stunning. I mean, I think if you're an NFL team worth your salt and the Bucs haven't been terrible this year. Yeah, I mean, but they they're not like great. a prolific offense or anything. Yeah, but I you, you don't can they go to Orchard Park and score 21 points? Uh, I don't know. I have trouble with that. I I think Again, Josh Allen doesn't turn it over. It's hard to beat them at home. It is. But he's probably going to turn it over. It is. Um, and, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. 
I think it's going over. Uh, all I'm saying is uh, Ryan Willie for five dollars. All I'm saying is that the media is saying it's no big deal. I believe that it's a big deal. Harbaugh, he is guilty as hell. How in the comments section? Because I think this is a really good point by Ryan. There's been a lot of apologizing for Jim Harbaugh in the media this week. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's a huge deal. Just because we watch their show every day. Pat McAfee's not making a big deal out of this. Pat McAfee. But ESPN's not talking about this at all. No, they're not. It was on their ticker earlier for the first time I saw it today. But well, how do you how do you ignore the FBI being on campus at a major Big Ten university investigating computer crimes? Yeah, I I don't think you can, and I don't see like ESPN, McAfee. I I don't see any of the major names really talking about this. I mean, obviously, Thamel from ESPN had a story on it, so you know, uh, writer. You know, a guy who covers college football exclusively is talking about it. But, you know, I I, I don't know. I think that I think that networks now are very careful not to get out in front of these things and then look like an idiot. And I think people are now in the trust but verify boat before they start reporting it as a network. And that's why I don't think you're seeing espn as a whole reporting this i think espn we're talking about it or like uh, that's why i think you but that's why i think you see you know a writer or someone who just is in this lane right the dude who just like any like ross dellinger or any anybody who covers college football closely is talking about this yeah but i don't think that network people folks who do sports center type shows are talking about this yet because they want the story to keep developing. We're going to do breaking news 24 hours a day. Once Jim gets suspended, then everyone's going to talk about it. Yeah. And I, I will just keep saying over and over and over again, this is a big deal. I've said it as many times as I can say it and I'll continue to say it. This is not nothing. This is a, this is something that I think is, it's at the the core authenticity of of college sports. Yeah, and I I get it. A lot of people are going to a lot of people are going to sit on the sidelines on this. But I think that's why the Big Ten has to step in because it because this is an integrity of the game situation. If this was you know off the field stuff, meaning hey, if this didn't affect the result on the field, this would be a totally different conversation. But because it affects the result on the field. That's why I think the Big Ten's got to get yeah. involved ASAP. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, absolutely, I would agree. Um, let's see. Tanner Plummer says ESPN protecting the Michigan brand. I mean, they're not married to Michigan. Um, they don't have they don't have the Big Ten rights now or in the future. I mean, I, I don't know what they would be protect, protecting. Well, they've got the college football playoff though, and I think that obviously Michigan's square in that picture. And I think that. Look, I don't think that ESPN's waking up every day right now saying, "Yeah, man, we got to protect no. Mr. Khakis." Uh, that's not what they're saying. They're they're the, <laughs> the feeling I get, and again, this is just my opinion. I think that ESPN is being much more careful these days about getting out in front of stories like this. We're not going to be the first to say that Jim should be suspended. Let's wait till he gets suspended, then report on it. You know, I think that's kind of the approach now because you don't want to get out in front of it and then be wrong when the story changes. Correct. Uh, and I, I just keep reading this banner, and I, I cannot believe I'm, I'm saying that the FBI is on campus, according to the Detroit Free Press yeah. today, uh, less than an hour ago. 
The University of Michigan Police Department told the Detroit Free Press on Thursday that it's been working with the FBI, quote, for months. I mean, think about what that says. I mean, you know, I think the best point about this whole thing on the FBI side is that the FBI investigation ensures it, it solidifies that 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 the brass at Michigan know about all this. They they know what's happening. And I think the FBI thing mm. speaks to just how up the food chain things like this go. You may be, you know, investigating an ex-employee for computer crimes, but that's the tip of the iceberg. Yes. Who all was involved? What were the crimes exactly? You know, how were you, you know, what was the crime? Who all was involved? And based on who all was involved, how long is this investigation going to take? And so when the FBI is involved, you know, it's the big wigs. The FBI doesn't get involved in, in you know, hey, you stole an apple from the store. I mean, look at that headline. Yeah, I, I, it's isn't it? Is it? I, I, maybe I'm making too much out of it. Well, if this but was it's just, a small it's brand, shocking. Yeah, I mean, if this was a tiny brand, if this was SMU, we wouldn't be talking about it at all. Yeah, it's it's shocking. Yeah. I, I I just cannot believe how far Michigan has fallen. And and again, the thing that has really just stuck with me is Jim Harbaugh was supposed to go home and save Michigan. Like this was the guy that was going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. And he's got a recruiting scandal that he's going to take a major punishment for. He's got an a, an FBI investigation of his former offensive coordinator. And now he's got a, a cheating scandal. And yet he still has his job. Yeah. And this is supposed to be the guy. I, I can't even. And yet again, for all the people who just joined the show, I'm going to ask the same question. What are you protecting Jim Harbaugh for? What's what what it what is the what what's the difference? Let me ask you this. What's mm. the difference right now today between Jim Harbaugh and Sonny Dykes? Okay, well, Michigan's having a better season this year. TCU had a better season last year. And I could argue that I'd rather have Sonny Dykes in my program right now based on what Jim's going through no right question. now. No question. And I think that 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 if we're going to look around college football, you know, and try to be positive about Jim. Yeah. Jim's been in the college football playoff. Jim's been right in the center of that conversation. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I respect Jim Harbaugh for his ability to be right in the middle of that thing. However, Jim didn't get hired to be right in the middle of the college football playoff conversation. He got hired to bring Michigan a national championship and everybody in the mom knows it. And so my question is, okay, I understand that Jim is a brand because he went to Michigan and there's a lot of built-in stuff here, but it's not as though Jim is is irreplaceable. It's not as though you can't go out and find another head coach that would do a really good job for you. And that's what I don't quite understand. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping he's not suspended yet because the brass at Michigan are talking with Tony Petiti on how they would like to move forward in the most proper and 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 meaningful way. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, you you would hope so. You would hope so, and I think it's one of those deals where you just have you, – you, now you're just on the clock. Yeah. You're on the clock. Hero 75 for $5. If the Big Ten steps in on Michigan, they will not let Michigan play another game. If Michigan beats Ohio State or Penn State, then the chances of the Big Ten in the playoff is gone. But I want to make sure that everybody understands this. Uh, as we talk about the very latest in the Michigan cheating scandal – Um, our sources today told us very clearly that if there is going to be discipline of Michigan this season, that that is going to come from Michigan or more likely the big 10, uh, because as Pete Thamel at ESPN reported, 
Uh, the NCAA enforcement team is on Michigan's campus. They started this week. I'd also remind you this is a bye week for Michigan. They do not play until November 4th. Uh, but that signifies that the NCAA has just begun its investigation. Once that investigation is closed, it will send Michigan a letter that uh, essentially lays out the allegations against uh, the program in this for this cheating situation. Michigan, once they are in receipt of that letter, has 90 days to respond to it. Let's say they got the letter today. 90 days is three months, November 26th, December 26th, January 26th. There's no teeth in that because the college football playoff has come and gone. If there is going to be discipline against Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, it's going to likely come from the Big Ten, who I am told by sources close to the situation is considering discipline and its options with Jim Harbaugh and Michigan football related specifically to this cheating scandal. Now, I've also been told today that there is significant pressure on Michigan to act, to do something with Jim Harbaugh on this cheating scandal. And I think that really is the bigger question, Jake. What does Michigan do? And what is Michigan's responsibility here? And I think Michigan and the Big Ten are well aware that if Michigan competes for a Big Ten championship this year, it is nothing, it is, it is nothing to be proud of. And it is going to be tainted, and there is going to be a rain cloud hanging over that game. And should they win that game and end up in the college football playoff, I think there is just no way that you can feel good about that. So I have to believe that Michigan takes Jim Harbaugh off the field. Yeah, and I, and I think it's 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 that's proper for Michigan, and I think the Big Ten also has a, a very similar responsibility uh, as Michigan does, which is hey, you know, so if you're Michigan, you have a responsibility to do something about Jim while this investigation goes down. But if you're the Big Ten, you have that very same responsibility, right? Hey, a, uh, a member institution inside your conference uh, has a scandal going on, and that scandal happens to affect the results on field. And and if you allow it to continue, people are going to question the result of, let's say, the Big Ten championship game or really any game Michigan plays in moving forward. And I don't care if it says that they're, they didn't use signs for Ohio State or Penn State moving forward or whatever. People are going to question it. Yeah. So to me, if you're the Big Ten and you want to get out in front of this thing, you're going to say, yeah, Michigan's ineligible. They're not. They can play. But even if they win the game, they're not they're not actually winning the game. And I think Tony Petiti has been faced with bigger challenges in his tenure in the Big Ten than Brett Yormark ever saw in the Big 12. Brett Yormark never dealt with any of this. The only thing he ever dealt with was the Oklahoma-Texas going to the SEC situation, which really was kind of dealt with already. So to me, I, I think that Tony Petiti, this is, this is a commissioner-defining decision, if you will, moment in time. You have to do right here. Well, I think the only question is who is going to take action. This is not a free pass. Uh, Josh Harrison says you guys are going nuclear- for a low-level infraction. This is not a low-level okay, infraction. Okay, explain to me how this is a low-level infraction. Yeah, this is in no way a low-level infraction. Every other um, authority in college football, whether it's Nick Saban, um, who the other day said that if 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 Jim Harbaugh did this, this is significant. Um, you have, again, Bob Stoops um, talking about how I've never been on sure do we look across the field in all my years of football and every team I've ever been on. Um, but he's talking about if I'm able to just in my plain eye look over there, 
Uh, Stoop said, uh, if it's true, oh, absolutely, it's a big deal. I don't see anybody who knows anything about college football saying this is nothing. Yeah. Because it's not nothing. You carved out a budget. You carved out a plan. You tainted the careers of interns. And you have a, a, a football analyst that's on suspension who texted friends and told family members he was doing this. You have him videotaped on sidelines. This is not nothing. This is not a low-level infraction by in any way, shape, or form. And the biggest proof of that is you now have multiple major infractions coming out of Michigan football, whether that is the recruiting dark period scandal where the NCAA has all but said we're going to hand down significant punishment after the season mm -hmm. to the point where Jim Harbaugh self-suspended himself three games to start this season. So you have that on top of this bombshell story out of the Detroit Free Press today where the FBI has been working with the University of Michigan police four months on a Matt Weiss computer case that stretches multiple victims across state lines. Uh, it, it, you have a current investigation that is extensive and ongoing. And I think the other thing that's so clear there, uh, it is of the utmost priority. This is not nothing. No. This is a program that is off the rails and out of control. And the term that you never want to hear is a lack of institutional control in your football program. This is a code 10 abort. And if there's ever been a living, breathing example of lack of institutional control, this is it. Thanks. The athletic director had to know the FBI was on campus. The athletic director had to know what Jim Harbaugh did in the recruiting dark period. The athletic director had to know that Jim Harbaugh was spending $15,000 allegedly on a sign-stealing cheating campaign. And if he didn't know, he's derelict in his duty, so he's out anyway. This is not nothing. And I, I, I understand you're a Michigan fan. I totally get it. But I'm sorry to tell you this is not nothing. And it's not a low-level infraction. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, Matt Ritson, real quick, for $5. Matt Weiss, 2005-08, to 08, was a graduate assistant at Stanford under Jim Harbaugh. 07-2010, went to the Ravens, then Michigan in 21-22, co-OC quarterbacks. He's a Harbaugh guy. Yeah. John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, he's a Harbaugh guy. All right, Boss Frog, levity. It's 5 p.m. Top three action. Number one, BYU plus 19. Number two, Oklahoma State minus seven. Number three, Utah plus six and a half. Thursday night special, Syracuse. Virginia Tech under 47 and a half. Virginia Tech minus two and a half, bought the half point. Georgia Southern minus one. The BYU game at 19. Well, it's funny you bring up because it's BYU, Texas. Well, well, well. I love BYU plus 19 because you don't know who your starting quarterback is going to be. I think you probably do. It's probably going to be Murphy. But Quinn Ewers has been the rock on that offense this year, and now he's out. I love BYU plus 19. Uh, Utah's very interesting at, at plus six and a half. I think they have a chance to win that game. 
So that could be a very interesting tilt. I think that defense, but Lander Barton being out for the year, the linebacker for the Utes, that's, I think that's a big loss. That's a big, big loss. I'm going to have to chew on those. I, I think I really like BYU plus 19. Boss, are we running this back with the advocates? Or, no. Or no? No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we are not. Okay. I, you're not okay. screwing the kids not, out of Halloween costumes two weeks in a row. I want to. I was going to give you a chance to, you know, play the Mr. Know-it-all card. For those of you who don't know, last week, Boss Frog offered to give half of his winnings to the advocates. And we just had to pick one game that was a lock for us. I said Old Miss minus six and a half. They covered it. What did you say? Hmm. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm pretty sure you said that Oregon was going to cover the number. Yeah, we're not making any changes. I think that number was 20 points. Yeah, we're really focused on Philadelphia right now. Yeah, they didn't cover that. Told you. I'm sorry if you're offended by and that. And it was an epic debate last Friday. Mm -hmm. It was an epic debate last Friday. So I just, yeah. Yeah, I'm, mm, you know. Wait, did we go somewhere? What happened here? What? Did they lose power again, or did someone playing with the router? Did we drop off? What? Force goes Fabio. We miss most of Boss Frog's SC, Monty. What happened? Wait, 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 wait. Did we? What? What happened? All right, let's see. I'm checking. Here's Boss Frog. It's five o'clock. Top three action. Number one, BYU plus nineteen. Number two, Oklahoma State minus seven. Oklahoma State minus seven. Like, how confident are we all in Oklahoma State right now? Because I think minus seven. Now, admittedly, it's Cincinnati in in Stoolwater. Well, that's what we were told we had to call dude, it. What are you doing? It's Oak State in Stillwater. And that number, it's going to be good weather. I'm a man. It is seven o'clock ESPN to 50 degrees. Oak State is seven. The number's 53. I'm a man. I think I probably like Oak State in that game. Mm -hmm. I went boss. I would agree with that. Utah plus six and a half on Oregon. I like that game. Syracuse, eh, I hate betting Thursday night college. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a Thursday night college guy. And he bought half a point. I think I would tell you the BYU number is the best number. The BYU number is the best number. That's where I would go. Yeah. That's where I would go. So uh, Matthew Farmer says, I've got BYU plus 18 too. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to touch this one. I think that's correct. I think that's correct. Uh, Farmer said we did. Yeah. For about 30 seconds. What is going on? Uncle filthy. Yeah. Your stream died. It got choppy. Okay. Reese cup. Yeah. You froze for a minute. Oh, I this is brutal. Dude. We did not lose power. So you guys know we're in a new studio space. We built a new studio and it's been flawless. The last two weeks, it's not been flawless at all. We've had internet issues. 
We have had power outages. We're a dude up. We're in an office tower. Dude up on the top floor was doing construction. It's like, yeah, I need to turn power off for the entire building. Screw everybody else. Yeah, hundred percent. It happened. Turned yep. off the power. Yep. Turned off the power. No, I'm saying today. Oh, it did, did it really? Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's brutal. Sorry, guys. That's brutal. At least the power didn't go out today. Okay. All right. Promise you, we're here. All right. Let's talk about let's talk about Texas Tech and BYU. Joey. Because here's the question that I have. Here's the question that I have. How does BYU find itself in this situation constantly? <clears throat> I just go back to Duke volleyball last year, claiming racial abuse that could not at all be proven. Um, and BYU pulled out every stop possible, spent every penny possible, could not prove it yet took incredible national damage over it. It's just repeatedly, repeatedly, Oregon fans chanting anti-Mormon things, or BYU may be the most abused university in the country. You know. And here we are again. You have Texas Tech players allegedly, and I say allegedly, spitting in the face of multiple BYU players. Uh-huh. And Joey McGuire, Joey McGuire says, nah, bro, that never happened. Jane York said he did not do it. Uh, I've seen every video, TV copy. I would ask y'all to go back and review the TV copy and, and see that if there is a, I think if, if I spit in your face, that would be a reaction. And the reaction is you either wipe it off or you hit me in the mouth. So go back and watch the TV copy and see if what everybody believes. Just watch the TV copy. It's nothing against the officials. It's nothing against 92. It's nothing against Jane York. They slow it down. Go watch the TV copy and see, like, just as a logical human being, the conclusions that you draw. So. Do you buy it? Because I do. I think if you're Joey McGuire, you're loyal and you are fierce and you're going to defend your players to the last. And I believe his player says, what? No, me? So here's the gray area before we play this video. Here's the gray area. We're about to show you two highlights of when this happened. In the highlights, because of, of the angles and the way it's cut, there's no, in my opinion, definitive black and white hey i can see spit going from one helmet to another mm-hmm. here's the problem for joey though yep it's very clear if you take away that component and you look at the head motion right and you look at the reaction right it's very clear something happened here and and this is not texas tech's first time there's videos all over the internet uh recently of texas tech players doing this type of thing. And there's one that's infamous where an offensive lineman on the other team rips down the Texas Tech player. I'm sure you guys have seen it. So when you look at this video, keep in mind that that you don't see a loogie, but it's pretty clear what's happening. You don't see a loogie. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's the Tyler Batty incident. And I think what you see right here is you just watch Batty's reaction here. And you it, like it, it? It clearly something happened there. Yeah, clearly something happened there. And I, I, you're you're not going to be able to see it. 
But then if you look at the Eddie Hecker situation, it's it, you see this, and it's off camera there, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you see him go right back at it. But this is what I mean. So this is why Joey is saying, well, look at the TV copy, guys. Nothing happened here. Right? Yeah, it's it's unambiguous at, yeah. at best, right? You're, you're not getting detailed of, you know, does he have an infection or not, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like it's not clear as day. My question is, why would you make this up if you're Tyler Batty, if you're Heckert? Why would you, why would you make this up? There would be no reason to make that up. It's not like either one of these gentlemen are, are – dishonorable or have a history of doing this. Like, I I just don't understand. I don't understand why, why, why would you do this? Why are you spitting in guy's face? And the honest truth about this is it's just another bad look for Texas tech. This has been a disaster of a season. Joey McGuire is at best in an untenable position Thanks. because now he's got to come back and have a superlative season next year. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why this, why now is this frustration from the players? Cause obviously if you're listening, you know, I think it happened. I don't, I don't have any doubt that, that these spitting incidents happened. but why would you do that? Yeah, I mean, I think the players are frustrated. I think that, you know, I think that what you, your point about BYU being hated on a lot is spot on. Like, I think that BYU does get a lot of hate. And I'm not going to sit here and play Mr. Defender of BYU, right? Because I'm not even a BYU fan. But the reality of the situation is they are a good institution. They do have a good football program. And by the way, Joey, in case you hadn't checked while we're talking about TV copy, you lost the game. And you didn't lose it in close fashion. You got dominated. So, to me, it makes perfect sense. Oh, we're we're you know we're on the road in Provo, Utah, that damn state of Utah, and we can't go and beat BYU. They're beating us twenty-seven to fourteen. Yeah, I'm a player. Let's go ahead and do this. Let's run out some bush league stuff. And that's my problem with what Joey said. I don't take Joey to be a bad guy. I'm not even making it personal with Joey. But yeah, what I am saying is that is that. You're having a miserable season. Um, the excuses are over with now. And and the reality of the situation is you shouldn't be out here saying, go check the TV copy, nothing happened. When it's clear as day, something happened. What you should be saying is, hey, you know what? Uh, clearly, you know, we lost the game and that's what I'm focused on. And if if TV copy comes out that clearly says we did this or something happened, then I'll address it at that time. That's what you should be saying. Stay focused on football, not spitting in people's faces. But I also think at some point BYU has to take the the respect they deserve mm-hmm. because this continues to be an issue where they get they get bullied, they get abused. Whether it's a, a the other team's players slapping you in the face and you do nothing about it, or the Oregon fans, or the Duke volleyball, or the now infamous Texas spec <laughs> Tex spitter, yeah, yeah. and. You know, like I, I, I ju- you can't allow this to go on. You can't allow it to go on. Tanner Plummer, the BYU homer and apologist who bleeds blue. Yeah. Um, oh, and, for real. and thankfully understands that. No, I'm not going to keep going. Here's why I think BYU is in the situation constantly. BYU is part of a church who claims they're the one true church and all other. Um, 
wrong show sir it's not that complicated it's, for fans it truly do you really think anybody knows that they claim to be the one true church do you really think some 18 year old kid who's a freshman at oregon is dropping mormon bombs at the football game because they are thinking about the one true church or anything do you think pat mcafee cares about the one true church when he's making mormon jokes no, no. you know i don't think anybody gets that i serious think i it. think people do it because it's the easy button it, it, it's like you know, it's like saying, oh, yeah, you're uh, hey, you're a wide receiver and you're only five, eight. You're short, dude. Like, it's the easy thing. It is. That's it. Uh, Brad says, I don't think you can guarantee it didn't happen with film. What if they wait five seconds for the snap uh, SOS then can hit them legally? Well, I there nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed unless you're Bill Romanowski and you have 20 pound loogies. And it was clear as day. Um GTI Brandon, haha. Joey McGuire was the second shooter on the hill in Texas in 1963. There's no video of me, right? I mean, <laughs> to that point. Uh, Katie Raider, pew pew. What's up, Katie Raider? I've seen it over and over, and I can't tell. Terrible if so. You'd like to think it didn't, but I'm having a hard time believing that because Tyler Batty is a good dude. He's not the guy that. He's never going to be the guy that's putting his hand up. He's never going to be the guy that's like, oh, hey, look at me. I need – that's not who Well, and is. that's the thing if you're playing BYU. See, you can't have it both ways. So you can't say, oh, well, BYU's terrible. And yeah. They're just a bunch of churchgoers. And then when you lose to BYU and you spit in their face, you can't then say that they're terrible people when you just said two hours ago that they're churchgoing folks who are great people and have no business playing football. I can see that Texas Tech is frustrated. I can yeah. see that – Texas Tech is probably thirsty for leadership. I can see that. I understand why. I mean, you're you're getting beat yeah. again. Like, I, I understand it. Nobody is just going to do that two times. Well, that's probably true. BYU playing the persecution card? No way, Josh says. Well, yeah. I, I, they seem to always be a victim. I don't disagree. The, welcome to the nightmare. Back into the left. The, uh, was there a second spitter? So the second got um, it's the Kennedys. Um, um, okay. Boyd Lake. Uh, it was two players and a ref that are saying it happened. That's what I'm saying. Spitting is worse than sign stealing. Ask the FBI. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. FBI's on campus in Lubbock. Because Confirmed it's illegal. By the Detroit free press. Boyd Lake, flag goes up before Batty tells the ref. It does. Absolutely, it does. Uh, AAR says, having some kind of conversation. So, where are we going to dinner tonight? GTI Brandon, he takes his mouth guard out, looks around, and then you see the clear spitting motion. Yeah. It's trash. It's, it is not good. Yeah. OG Gary, because they have a spitting fetish and wanted it. Wow. Wow, Trevor Bauer. Sorry, folks, that's it what it is. Take it easy. Matthew Farmer, Tech seems to have a lack of leadership. I would agree with that. <laughs> there you go. Cheesy. Bill Romanowski disagrees. Do you remember the Bill Romanowski spitting thing? Dude, it, where it's like hanging off his face mask. Spitting what? Bill Romanowski's like, spitting? No, I did not. What? Me? Who? Come on. Hey, the big Lubbock. Well, well, well. <laughs> now listen, guys. Oh, well, well. Listen, guys. They guys. went to Laramie's much higher up on the elevation chain. Guys, guys, guys. All those down here. Laramie's up here. We're coming to kick that Mormon ass. I believe those are direct quotes. Hey, uh, 
I'm going to go out on a limb, and I haven't seen your comment yet. Just going to go out on a limb and say you're going to defend Joey and the Red Raiders. I let, can't, let me guess. I can't see any head or neck bowing or motion. I don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who the hell knew? Come on, dude. Yeah, I mean, if you look at where the flag comes out, watch just watch the flag go up in the second shot. Goes up right there. <laughs> I mean, you guys, it is... And there doesn't have to be some kind of crazy. Why, I just ask again, why would Tyler Batty do that? Why would he say, hey, he spit on me? Why would he do that? I, I just, I, I think it it is what it is. You're never going to know. And half the fans are going to say no. Half the fans are going to say he's a, yeah. you know, he's a phlegm spitting freak. Like, I get it. I get it. It just is. It is what it is. Uh, the Christie Texas Tech is foaming at the mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they were. It was sweat. You know, uh, ninety three uh, or nineteen thirty nine national champion Texas complained about racist remarks from BYU back in nineteen eighty eight. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Katie Raider Texans uh, don't really have those type of biases. We support the Jews as well. No issue there in general. Hey, man, I'll take your word for it. I don't think it's an anti-Mormon thing. Let's spit on the Mormons. That's not what this was. No. This was a I'm not happy. I'm going to spit on somebody moment. Yeah. That's what it was. Cyclone Steve, I like BYU, but they need to lose to uh, Iowa State in three weeks. <laughs> you know. Matthew Farmer says, old Bill. Good old Bill Romanowski. One of the scariest humans ever. You ever stand next to people and you're just like, is this guy going to slash my throat? Oh, dear. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Bill Romanowski is a nut. And it, he just he just has an aura about him, dude, where you're worried that he is going to yeah. unalive you. <laughs> That's what you worry about. <laughs> Jeff Woodworth, Keith Hernandez, uh, Seinfeld episode. Okay. Okay. Josh Holt, the ref was staring at them. He was. He was. You know, uh, 1984, does BYU have 12, 16 video angles at the game? You can see the various shots on the board this past Saturday. It, it, it's been adjudicated already. I mean, it, 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 this is simply sports fans sitting around talking about it. Uh, Aaron Wilson gifts. A Let's go, baby. Thank you very much. Aaron, good to see you. Fresh out. Gumby fresh out says there he is. Yes. Uh, Matthew Farmer, Dwayne Thomas was scary. Do you ever just get like, you know what I mean? When you stand next to somebody. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, bro, who the f is that guy? Yeah, <laughs> right? dude. You're like, oh, yeah, dude. Jeff Woodward. Who the f is that guy? Aaron spitting out memberships. That's right. So he's spitting out memberships. He's I spit on him. Jeremy uh, Severe, Texas Tech won the spitting contest. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, no, I'm not doing it. Aaron Wilson, don't want to make anyone uncomfortable for donating towards a show since I'm poor. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, it was a valid point. Don't get all pissed. Is that what he's talking about? Yes. Yes, that's what he's talking about. No, I'm not going to detail it. No. But it, whatever. It's a valid point. Yeah. That many people have brought up, Aaron. Yeah. 
Gumby fresh out. More like spitting out watermelon seeds. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is he spitting his teeth out? Uh, Ron Nolan thought it was spit, but it's not. There you go. He sneezed. Yeah, okay. Nobody likes losing to BYU. Nobody. Uh, Wet blanket, meat judging. Okay. I mean, listen. Meat judging. What you do in your free time is is up to you. Uh, Okay. Uh, Monty, I tagged you in a Twitter post with a better angle of Hecker. Yeah, I've seen that angle from Hecker, but I appreciate you tagging me. Uh, as always, thank you very much. Um, I just don't know. Um, I just don't know what the, honestly, I, I really just don't know what the outcome would be here. It's over with it. It, it just is. I just think it's interesting that we continue to be involved in this repeatedly at yes. BYU. Yes. Like we keep talking about it. We keep hearing about it. We keep dealing with it. Mm-hmm. That BYU is always in the middle of controversies. And, uh, you know, it, like it, it, it is remarkable to me that it just keeps it just keeps happening. Yeah, because I don't think that BYU is the tough kid at the at the playground. You know, BYU doesn't come off as like, oh, you think you can spit in my face? Yeah, we're going to take a run at your quarterback's knees, right? Like, that's not BYU. Never. And and I think that's great, but I also think that's terrible. I, I think on a football field, and this is what we talked about last year with Idaho State. Idaho State punched you in the mouth, right? Like, Idaho State was was playing super physical football with you, and BYU fan knows exactly what I'm talking about with Kalani being a little soft in that game. And, and it was a concern I had going in the Big 12. You know, you knew the Big 12 was going to be a bigger, more physical league, and you knew people were going to try and take advantage of you. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Texas Tech took advantage of you because you beat them and you beat them soundly, but I would love, love to see a BYU safety or a BYU linebacker drop someone to prove a point, even if that call was, was a penalty. Would yeah. love to see him prove a point. Yep. Hour number two of the Monty Show presented by Sound Sleep Medical, soundsleepmedical.com. We have a great contest for you. We are sending you to Las Vegas to see the Raiders take on the Vikings on December 10th. Mrs. Monty wants to go to the game, so we may well join you in Las Vegas uh, on that weekend because some of us um, who aren't ball and chained are going to be in Kansas City. Yeah, casual. Um, so they won't be around, uh, you know, <coughs> and stuff. Um, <coughs> we may well join you, especially in the treehouse at Mastro's Ocean Club, because we're giving you two tickets to the Raiders-Vikings game, dinner for two at Mastro's Ocean Club. You get two nights at the Flamingo, and we're going to give you a $200 Visa gift card to get you to Las Vegas. And it's all thanks to our friends at Sound Sleep Medical, soundsleepmedical.com. Backslash Monty. Snoring's a big deal, you guys. You know, it's one of those things where a lot of us don't even know that we're snoring, right? Because you're sleeping. So there's a lot of people who snore loudly and they only find out through embarrassment from their spouse. And it's been amazing going through this process with Sound Sleep Medical because I've heard from so many people so many gentlemen on our show have said, oh man, I sent my wife for the, the home sleep evaluation because she snores. I've heard so many times, hey, my wife sleeps in a different room. You don't have to deal with that. It's Sound Sleep Medical. They have easy to use custom fit solutions. It's a, it's a mouthpiece that is made directly for you, custom fit. It's not a CPAP machine. 
it's not loud. It's not a, it's not something you got to worry about all this bacteria and fluid and disinfecting. And can I travel with it? No friends. It's sound sleep medical. They have an easy custom fit device ready for you. Treat snoring and sleep apnea with no masks and no tubes. Just better, healthier sleep with sound sleep medical. Use code Monty, M-O-N-T-Y to schedule a free sleep assessment today. That's right. Get it done now. Here's how you win the, the trip to Vegas. It's really easy. Soundsleepmedical.com uh, backslash Monty. All you do is go there and sign up for your free at-home sleep evaluation. And then take a screenshot of it. Send it to Jake on Twitter or Instagram, SLC Jake. Or you can send it to me, The Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show on Twitter and Instagram. If you are a member of the show, Let's say you are a entry-level member, $1.99. Take a screenshot that you signed up for the sleep evaluation. You get 10 times the entries to win the Las Vegas Raiders trip. If you are a members-only content member of the show, $10 a month, you're in our Instagram members-only group, and you sign up for the at-home sleep study, you get 25 to 1 entries. So. For every one entry that somebody who's not a member signs up for, like, cause you can sign up, even if you're not a member, go to soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. You sign up, you're in, you get one entry. If you're a entry level member of the show, you get 10 entries for everybody else's one. If you support us and your members only content at $10 a month, you get 25 entries for everybody else's one. See how that works? We always going to reward you. If you support us, we're going to support you. Soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. All right, let's bring you the biggest stories in sports. By the way, a big shout out. Uh, Gabriel, a member for four months, says, Howdy, Monty. Did you see Stephen A. go after Adrian uh, Anthony Davis? Yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did. We'll talk NBA hoop coming up in about uh, 20 minutes. Uh, Aaron Wilson gifts another membership to the Monty Show. Thank you, Aaron. We're going to have to talk about Aaron coming up on the show this week. We'll do that. Uh, Darren Ingram. Well, 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 Everybody's favorite. Uh, Mr. I can drive at 350 and hit my 60 degree 140. I'm him. So Darren Ingram, he's our guy up at Canyons Golf in Park City. Uh, he is my personal golf instructor because he is a PGA professional. Um, Will you please do something about my driver? Yeah. Thanks. Help me. Help me. I'm the one that deals with it. Okay. Help me. My driver's a wreck. <laughs> I'm actually happy. I will say we played Sol Soldier Hollow over the weekend. You actually played really well. Though. My irons were fantastic. It's just that driver is still a high fade. I, I think, yeah, it doesn't matter. I need a hosel adjustment on the driver. Yeah. It's all about the hosel, you know? But uh, anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, but and if you're in Utah, you got to see my guy for golf lessons yeah, over dude, the winter. On. Yeah, because I am not going to stop playing golf. Nope, I am not. There was a par three up at Soldier Hollow. I can't remember. I took a six iron out and banged it within five feet of that par three. It was a beautiful, beautiful. Mm, it was amazing. Anyway, Darren Ingram, good to see you, my guy. Uh, if you need golf lessons, seriously, Darren's great. If you're in the state of Utah, get with Darren. Uh, and if you're not in the state of Utah, you can do it over video. You can send him videos. Um, he's great about, about uh, teaching online. Hook it up. Get to Darren Ingram. 
I think he's, what is he? Funky Ingram on Yeah, Funky on Ingram. Yep. Yeah. On Instagram. And of course, he's a member of the show. Uh, Darren, good to see you. Let's reset all the biggest headlines on the Monty Show today, uh, as we usually do about halfway home. And this Michigan cheating scandal just got a whole hell of a lot more serious. Follow me here for a minute. The FBI, according to the Detroit Free Press, has been working with Michigan on an investigation into computer crimes committed by a former offensive coordinator with Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. They've been working with Michigan police on this for over four months now. And remember the storyline that somehow, someway, an independent firm got access to and collected evidence off of Michigan computers, which is how the sign-stealing scandal began and how the, the whatever you want to call it, operation to steal, steal signs uh, across 12 different Big Ten stadiums, SEC championship games, that was all uncovered by an independent firm that now it looks like was investigating computer-related issues in Michigan football and tripped and fell on top of one of the biggest cheating scandals in the modern era of college football. And then today, the FBI was now announced by the Detroit Free Press to be on campus working with Michigan police for over four months on this Matt Weiss, now fired former offensive coordinator at Michigan, who is accused accused. He has not been arrested yet. I want to make that very clear, but he has been essentially accused and being investigated by Michigan police and the FBI of computer crimes with multiple victims across state lines. And the FBI is on campus and essentially investigating Michigan football. On top of that, you have the recruiting dark period violations by Jim Harbaugh. He's self-suspended for three games to start this season. Now you've got this cheating scandal. Now we know the FBI's been on campus. Where does this end at Michigan? And I think it only ends in one place. That'd be with the termination of Jim Harbaugh as the head football coach at Michigan. And I think we're heading in that direction. The developments today on campus, the NCAA Enforcement Committee is on campus in Ann Arbor doing an investigation and why that is significant. Because once the NCAA sends a letter of allegations to the University of Michigan. Michigan has 90 days to respond to that letter. You'll note that 90 days from today is January 26th. The college football playoff will be long contested and over at that point. If the NCAA wanted to, they are not in a position to punish or take Jim Harbaugh out of his position as football coach or keep Michigan from competing for a college football playoff spot. No, friends, sources tell us today that that is going to fall to the Big Ten and the University of Michigan. And we are told that Michigan is hearing and feeling more and more pressure to take action against Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan football program. But, Jake, I think the biggest question is, do you believe that Michigan will do that? Yeah, you know, I, I do think that now Michigan's hand is being forced. You know, I, I think before this FBI piece came out, uh, I don't think Michigan was going to do a whole lot here. I think they were going to wait as long as they could. And then, you know, if the evidence kept piling on and, you know, new developments continued to happen, then they probably would have done something. But as it currently stands with what we know, I don't, I really don't think they were going to do a whole lot about this right now. But this FBI thing that came out, I feel like sort of put on this weight in addition to what 
you know, the, the sign stealing thing. And I, and I think now they have to, I, I, I don't know how you can't, I don't know how you can sit there in your office damn well knowing more than we do damn well knowing that this program is dirty and do nothing about it. Because again, you're talking about the integrity of the university at this point. Like I know, Hey, it's just a football program, but Hey, if like, if I'm a recruit in some random sport, Hey, is, are, do you guys run an up and up baseball program or hockey as an example, Michigan hockey, really well-known power program in hockey. You guys run an up and up hockey program. Cause I know the football, like, there's going to be a lot of questions asked. So at some point you got to sit there and you got to say, okay, enough's enough. We got to suspend Jim with pay. We we got to put this guy on pause. And honestly, it probably would make us look really good from a media and PR standpoint to say, yeah, you know what? Unfortunately, even though we probably could win a national championship this year, at least be in the game, we got to make ourselves ineligible uh, and just take that step. Uh, now I, I, the ineligible portion, I don't know. I do think they will suspend Jim Harbaugh at this point, though. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. Uh, let's see. Darren Ingram says, yeah, it's the hosel. It's not the hosel. <laughs> hey, you start talking shit. Very clearly, it's not. Boss Frog, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Monty in Vegas, I'm booking my flight in a room at the win. Bro, can you get me on at the win? I wanted to go in. And Mrs. Monty's very serious. We have a bunch of... Um, we we happen to be vacation club members with Marriott. Oh, and oh for real. we have a bunch of expiring uh nights at Marriott hotels that oh, we need for to real. use. Um I am desperate to play the course at the win. I cannot see my myself playing seven or nine hundred dollars around. I can't do it. Nah. I want to. I cannot bring myself to do it. I want to. I want to. I'm fine. Like, if you even say to me, okay, it's going to be 200 bucks to play Coalina on, on Oahu. Okay, cool. Where do I sign? Here, take my money, bro. Like, I'm down, right? I cannot see myself paying not seven or 900 bucks at, at the win. No way. Uh, no way, dude. I'm not sure I could do that. I am not sure I could do that. I'm not. But we need to do a golf trip. 100%. Can we stop screwing around with this? We've We've hinted at it. We've kind of poked at it. Look, we need to put a boys trip together. We got to get Darren. We got to get, you know, our guy Garrett from PXG. Yes, we got to get dude. we got to get some dudes and we got to go start playing great courses. We yes, got to yes, yes. Wolf Creek, I, like there's just Sand Hollow and I want to I need to go play Sand Hollow. They look great. Black Desert looks great. Like there's so many great courses that you can that you can drop from Five hours for within five hour drive, or if you just fly down either to St. George or Las Vegas, like there's so many great courses, so many. And, and I think we, we need to do, we need to go play the Hay Tigers course out by Pebble, but then how do you not pay a thousand dollars to play Pebble? Like, come on, man, who are we talking about? We got to do it. We absolutely have to put a trip together. Agreed. There's no way, there's no way you don't do it. In, in just in my not so humble opinion, yeah. Uh, Matt Riley's been a member of the show for two months. Way to go! Roll on, you bears is our newest member. Let's go! Let's go! Look at you guys supporting the show. Really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the Todd Father. I played Desert Inn years ago. Did they upgrade the course that much? So expensive. It wasn't that great of a course, dude. Do you mean Black Desert? Completely rebuilt. Completely different course. Completely different course. 
Uh, Boss Frog, okay, let me email my host. If she can comp around, Lord knows they have taken enough of my money. DM you afterwards. Let's go, baby. I'm in. I am in. Come on, boss. You got to come and join in. Yeah, boss. You got to come and Let's join go. us. Come on. Come on, man. Get the round comps. We'll go to Mastro's. It'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. Let's go. That's awesome. Uh, Katie Raider says, not fair for the kids in the spitting scandal. That's why I'm not saying their names. Honestly, that's I'm not. I'm not saying it. Because you don't know what happened. There is a there is a better angle. It is not in question whether or not, like the Heckard thing is not in question. Like for instance. Tyler Batty's not in question. The official wrote it on the card. Like it happened. Let's 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 educate the kid and move on. There's no reason to try and embarrass people. Uh cheesy said if Michigan doesn't do anything and stay tone deaf, their ultimate demise will be worse. Yes, oh my god. Yes, dude. If Michigan, right, if Michigan doesn't take action, dude, they're gonna get crushed. Yeah, dude. You can't continue to hire somebody who just has a middle finger constantly raised at the end of reset. You can't do it. At some point, everybody gets humbled, right? Robert Kaufman, university has no integrity. Amateur athletics is over. Rules are done. Truly are. Truly are. Jimmy Otson, play the win, then see you two at the sphere. That would be the plan. That would be the plan. Absolutely. Johnny Gonzalez, the media has Michigan as innocent until proven guilty, as they should. But now the problem is the mountain of evidence that we keep throwing more evidence on top of that. Well, mountain. that's the issue, isn't and, it? And it went from a mohill to a foothill. <laughs> now we're Mount St. Helens. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it just, it just keeps getting higher. It, it, there's too much evidence now to ignore it. Yeah. When you have the financials of it, I think you can guesstimate and well, I'm, I got to believe that they sent some, he probably sent his friend Calvin over there. Okay. Back of the envelope calculations. Well, we don't have to guess who his friend was because it was two football mm. interns. Well, how did they get there? Oh, we have their itineraries. Okay. Well, uh, who paid for it? Well, he paid for it in his personal Venmo account. Oh, dear. Well, who bought the tickets? Well, you know, Connor did on his personal account. Oh, dear. Oh, like the tick. He purchased the tickets, he transferred money on his personal Venmo account. They carved out reportedly a $15,000 budget for travel and tickets. Like once you have the financials, you're in real trouble. Okay. Quick sidebar yeah. while we're talking about head coaches that get in trouble constantly. ESPN yeah. right now is running an all access on St. John's. Yeah. Anybody remember who the head coach at St. John's is? Oh, that's right. That holier than thou individual Rick Patino. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Guy never, nothing kills Rick Pitino. Nothing, including, do you guys remember? And if if your kids are listening, cover their ears. Do you guys remember the Italian restaurant scandal with Rick Pitino? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he, he, and I don't remember how long he said he lasted. but Less he, than two minutes. Yeah, he was like, oh, it was seven seconds yeah. of greatness. And then she wanted to blackmail me over the baby that was produced. Oh, like, are you serious? And this is the Sean Miller's got a job. You know, the one of the guys in the uh, in the scandal, the FBI wiretap scandal, yeah, got hired by Adidas, <laughs> and is now recruiting kids and and coaches in schools. Mm. Like, it's wild to me. It's wild to me that there are just there are just no repercussions for for anything. Nope. 
I don't even know how you, mm, I don't even know. Um, I, I, we just don't care. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Uh, Darren Ingram golf says Monty talking about dropping big dollars. Slow down for us. Normal people, please. Oh, come on. You're a, <laughs> you're a PGA guy. You can call, you, you can call and say, Hey, uh, it's uh big time up here at, uh, canyons. Hello. We're not available now. I need please you to leave your name yeah. and phone number. <laughs> I need you to count. Don't. Can you not as a PGA professional, I would think you should be able to call courses and be like, Hey, I, I'm a PGA professional. Yeah, I'm him. You, I'm Himmy. Yeah. It's Himmy Ingram. Put me on, right? Yeah. Like, you you really... Yeah, would... can I tee off on one or tee off on 10? What's it going to be? Uh, and he says, unconfirmed report says Michigan is close to suspending Jim Harbaugh and putting D.C. Jesse Minter as interim coach. I have not seen that. Um, and I would not be surprised if that's the case. I don't know how they don't do that. Uh, but I we are always... And listen, I'm not saying you're wrong or we are always very careful, very careful. Mm -hmm. um, ooh, how about this from Ross Dellinger? You guys, I'm telling you, this is ridiculous. Any TCU fan, boy, howdy, you're going to love this. Let me just load in the graphics so you can see it in all of its glory. Yeah, load it in. The, oh, um, I should that y'all feel me that not at grow up sorry my bad uh look at this from ross dellinger tcu coaches learn from other staffs about michigan's elaborate sign stealing Sunny. before the college football playoff semifinal tcu change signs but use dummy old signs to trick the wolverines <laughs> <laughs> dude well, hey, man, how, how yeah. come the motherfucker ain't had a sign against hey, TCU, yeah. man? Hey, Jim, my turn, name's Sonny. You're about to get piped. It's yeah. college football playoff, bud. Yeah. Come on, dude. Sonny Corleone Dykes. Yeah. You don't even know who's Sonny Corleone. You what now. Who's Sonny Corleone? Uh, someone from The Sopranos. No, from The Godfather. From The Sopranos. <clears throat> uh, I think that's awesome. Dude. TCU changed the signs, but used the dummy old signs to trick the Wolverines. I'm for real. <laughs> do you guys understand? Do you understand how well known this sign stealing scandal was? Clearly. I mean, and, and we've been saying we've been and, and we've been saying that. Yes. We've been telling you for a week. And we were saying that as soon as this happened, that's the first thing I heard. Oh, everybody knows they're doing it. And that Rutgers game where they boloed Rutgers is where most people think that people had had enough. Mm -hmm. And then this firm and then all the schools who had See, already complained. Is, dude, I just became a much bigger Sonny Dykes fan. That's incredible, dude. That from I Ross Dellinger on Twitter. <laughs> That's awesome. Unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. It is. It is. It is wild. And. You see what I mean? So the rest of the conference is working against Jim to make sure they lose that game. I'm telling you, it speaks to what, who, or like how Jim is thought of with his peers, and it's not good. We'll see because there are reports out there that um, because it's the bye week, the NCAA uh, investigative branch is in Ann Arbor, mm -hmm. and they are interviewing coaches right as we speak because they're not in preparations. Yeah. 
for a game this weekend. So it all kind of lined up. And I'll be I'll be really interested to see are the Michigan coaches honest about it? Because remember what happened in the recruiting COVID dark period thing. The allegations were that Jim Harbaugh lied and was evasive and would not sit for an interview and was Sometimes difficult. Sometimes I think I just say shit. Sample what comes out of my mouth. Was difficult to deal with. And so now we find out that, oh, they're here already. Yeah. Right? Like it they're is. They're going to lie. I mean, let's just be real. Yeah. By the way, Jake. Yeah. Matt Riley, Monty, slap Jake for missing the Godfather quote, please. Okay. Not my fault that Buddy over here has never let me watch The Godfather with him. Not my fault. It's before my time. I wasn't even boiling in the bag at that point. You but, weren't. Like, when When did When did The Godfather come out? The OG Godfather. The, because the problem is, it doesn't matter when it came out. It is a, it, it's an all-time classic. And the testosterone that seeps out of your body every day that you haven't seen any of The Godfather movies, it, it's deplorable. It's yeah. deplorable. And you wonder why you don't lift. Well, like it, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you, that's got, that's a movie that you, it's the dark night. It's, you know, pick a movie, pick a movie, Gladiator. Dude, The Godfather came out in 1972. What am I supposed Who to do? Who cares? What am I supposed to do? Who cares? The Godfather. Uh, I care. The it's Godfather not in my generation's list. But the Godfather trilogy, you've known about, I've been breaking your balls on Godfather for 10 years. Right, which is good for the show. If I watch the movie, then you can't break my balls uh, anymore. That's a good point. <coughs> that's a good point. The show always comes first. And with all due respect. You know. Uh, Tanner Plummer, my question is this. Why did TCU come forward about Michigan shenanigans? Everybody came forward. Yeah. We already know that multiple schools complained to the NCAA about it. Yeah. But you're not going to do anything because sign stealing is not illegal. Anything Ryan Day didn't know? The hard part is you don't know how they're doing it. And then about 18 months ago, this cat became infamous because he was buying tickets. And I, and I don't know if we still have it or not. But yes, here it is. Look at this Tennessee volunteer message board from last December. One of my little brother's friends... Like, is this what we're really talking about? One of my little brother's friends? So this cat, Connor Stallions, is telling his friends, yeah, hey, I'm coming uh, in this case. Yeah, uh, going to the Vandy, Tennessee game, got to steal your signs. <laughs> I'm imagining that's because what would the conversation be? Hey, hey dickhead, I'm coming. <laughs> Want to go to the game? <laughs> Right, he says one of my little brother's friends is a scout for them. They paid him to travel to the UT Vandy game to try and steal our signs. So it's not even, excuse me, it's not even Connor Stallions. It's the intern in the football department. Mm. Hey, I'm big time. Look at me. Yeah. Block him on my shirt. I'm going to coach Michigan one day. Coming to steal your signs. Yeah. My boss, Connor Stallions, paid for the whole thing. It is what it is. Told me to point a camera at the sideline. Yeah. Then I got to upload the video to the cloud. We're going to beat that ass in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? That's what it. That's what a conversation like this is. That's what I envision. That's what I envision. Yeah. That you hired football interns, or not even hired. You, you brought in interns to the football department, and you're like, okay, your first business is to go steal signs for us. 
We're only here for one reason. And the problem is, and I know we talked about this yesterday, so I don't mean to be redundant. The biggest problem here is you wreck these interns because they knew or had to know it was illegal. Because if you're if you're coordinating a sign-stealing operation, and, and just, just let this sink in, you're coordinating a sign-stealing operation, and you're sending interns into a situation you know is dangerous for your program. Are you just going to say, yeah, um, here's a phone, just... Just point it at the sideline. And if anybody asks you what you're doing, just say, I'm just recording the experience at the um, game. No, you're going to say to them, okay, here's what we're doing. We're going to send you to Nashville to see the University of Tennessee take on Vandy. We're really just interested in the, in the Tennessee sideline. We need their offensive and defensive signals. Mm-hmm. Here's the phone, because they were using cell phones. Mm-hmm. Here's the phone. We need you to zoom in on the, the guys calling the signals and those signs. You guys know those signs, right? Okay, great. Here's your airline ticket. Here are two tickets we bought. Let me transfer them to you because that's what he did. He bought tickets and then transferred them out of his account to other people. Those other people went to the game. There's video of them sitting in the seats and recording the game and recording the sidelines. They're They're culpable. They knew what they were doing because he had to tell them. It's and it's this this trickle down thing. And unfortunately, if you're a Jim Harbaugh supporter, did he, he didn't know, bro. He had no idea they were doing this. Doesn't matter. Come on. Where he didn't know they carved out fifteen thousand dollars. Do you know khakis are not cheap? Do you think he doesn't know or notice when fifteen grand goes missing? Don't lie to me. Are you serious, Jim Harbaugh? If he didn't know, knew. Did, hello. If he didn't know. He should be fired for dereliction of duty. If the athletic director didn't know, he should be fired for dereliction of duty. 100%. Oh, but what if they did know? Oh. That's what I'm saying. There's no there's no escape here. There's there's no escape here. Uh, Pied Piper, there is better footage of the heck. I, we know, dude. Pied, we talked about this already. <laughs> we talked about it. Uh, old G. Gary, he wears Lululemon khakis. That's right. Which are like $7,000 a leg. So $14,000 a pair. It's Jake, a wee fence. Do you, do you wear Lulu? I do. He wears Lulu almost exclusively. Well, not like exclusively. The, the, the crusted thongs, Lululemon. Yeah, dude. The short, short, short shorts. Yep. That are like Scock. a cheap hotel. Right. He wears them exclusively. Right. And then he tries to golf with him. He's like, hey, man, man, I can't find my ball. Yeah. Here I am. Uh, Let's see. Big Daddy Magic. How are you going to turn this around into a Victor comment? Here we go. I bet you in two years, Jim Harbaugh will be the mayor of Provo. Victor's the way. (laughs) No, he won't. Um, Your boy let us all down last night. Yeah. We'll talk NBA here in 10 minutes. Uh, Mike Smith. Damn. Lululemon is pure evil. They are. They are. Uh, Lululemon pants are something. Just stick to jeans. <laughs> They're actually really nice. They and are. if I wasn't, if I wasn't so girthiest, uh, excuse me, girthiest, girtastic. Okay. Um, although he has our full respect. I'm in this weird window clothing wise. Yeah. Nothing fits me anymore. Right. Everything is so big. I like I have on these pants. Like these are my favorite like khaki pants. Like. 
in honor so of let Jim me get Harbaugh. this right yeah you're ripping Jim Harbaugh but you're also wearing khakis yeah I happen to have on khaki Levi jean pants today yeah I cannot keep them up and you know like when pants are too big and you try to get into your car dude it's rough and your leg gets stuck <laughs> it's brutal dude it's absolutely brutal uh hoochie daddy shorts this guy hoochie daddy shorts that's tell me that am i wrong what kind, of, what kind of suit did you wear to the wedding Ooh. And it's not really a suit it was it's a it's a jacket and a pair of pants how was the let me ask how was the ballroom at that uh outstanding but didn't sweat at all very breathable athletic suit it was awesome athletic suit yeah okay okay Gertastic. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tanner Plummer. Wait, uh, wait, what? Monty wears khakis as he rips the khaki king of America. I have one pair and, and this will be the last time I wear these pants because they're so incredibly uncomfortable. What? Like when you're just sitting here, you guys know what they're, they're like these Levi's. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we all have they're them. like dress. We jeans. all have them, dude. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. And now they're just too big. And it's it's annoying as so hell. wait, you're the guy that has black t-shirts and black polos across the board. How do you not have black jeans? I do. They're too big now. I can't wear them. Oh, damn. They're too big. Like, well, maybe I, you should talk to Jim and you can get some budget, you know? Dude, I need that 15 G's for Lululemon pants. <laughs> right? Um, Jeff Woodworth, I wear tighter leather pants with a tinfoil wrapped cucumber in them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a family program. Just gonna move on. Program. Now. Uh James Oak State fan. Okay. Oh, I rip Harbaugh about his pants all the time. I have 14 pairs of khakis in my closet. <laughs> right? That's doing, you know, that's what I'm saying. Uh Johnny Gonzalez, why hasn't WikiLeaks joined in on the Michigan takedown by releasing Michigan's play calling signs? Yeah, we'll see. Uh Mike Smith, leather ass. No, no, no chaps on the show today. The Jazz uh, will make the playoff. Get the hell out of here, 45 dude. wins. Dude. 45 dude. wins. <laughs> Andy, uh, Monty can't keep it up. Right now, everything falls down. Everything falls down. I don't think down. that was a comment about pants. What do you mean? <clears throat> what do you? I don't know what you mean. Uh -huh. Oh, you mean the driver? Yeah, I got to address the hustle. The driver's a high fit. The, the most frustrating thing about my driver is it's not a slice. It's like a high fade yeah we're not making any changes might want to work on that shoulder turn sir my irons are actually really good right now mm -hmm. uh, like i'm hitting a, i'm hitting a i hit a i hit a pitching wedge which i think is 47 degrees i could be wrong i hit a p i i hit pxg exclusively i had a pitching wedge over the weekend 140 something yards mm -hmm. and it pissed me off <laughs> i was so mad because <laughs> i hit it and I usually, we're going through this phase where I'm actually now striking the ball well with my iron. So I need, from 120 in, I have to hit a 50 degree. Yeah. Like if it's 120, I'm hitting a 50 degree, right? If it's 100, I'm probably hitting a 54. If it's anything inside of, from probably 100 to, I don't know, 65, 65 in, I'll probably hit a 60. But the pitching wedge now is just, booming it's absolutely booming and it's it's wild it's wild i i don't even know how you i i hit a five wood i think it's a four actually excuse four me. wood i said yeah. a five four wood i hit a four wood the other day that went as far as i 
It, I'm hitting my wood further than I'm hitting my driver. Can you off, measure it? Off the deck, I hit a four wood the other day. Granted, it landed like three yards short of the green next to a rake. Uh, like there, the, the green was protected by bunkers. If that rake's not there, it probably bounces onto the green. But that was a good 260 probably. Like I'm hitting it now. Like the stupid driver's going like 150 yards on a high fade. I think I've hit it every time. I'm just going to hang out up here and look at the sights. Sure. Um, Meanwhile, Mr. Sidewinder over here is hitting 260 yard hard right turns. <laughs> right in the middle of the fairway. It's what I do. I this this summer was transformative for my golf game. This winter's got to be the exact same thing. And this weekend, it's going to be terrible weather out. I probably played my last full round of the winter. Yeah. Yeah, uh, simulator season now. Yeah, it's, I think it's simulator season now. We're going to be in the 40s and 50s with rain for the yeah. next 10 days. Yeah. Because I'll play cold weather golf. I don't give a damn. I've got vests. I've got sleeves. I'm I'm, re- I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, Tanner Plummer, I think the Jazz can make the play-in tournament. They just need to uh, get uh, gel together. They need to make trades. The Jazz are not good. We'll talk about that in five minutes. Miss Monty is uh, breathtaking me. Beautiful Monty is always up. God damn. Bro. <laughs> Stay hard. Like what's an erection? How? Uh stop hitting your wood. That's how guys get stroked. Macaque. You gotta get stroked. Honestly, that's our stroking guys. Gotta get stroked, bro. We know these guys are gonna come uh, a lot. A lot. Um <laughs> you guys are such jerks. Uh, Mike Smith, LOL, Sidewinder, J- Sidewinder. Jake's new name is Sidewinder. Slice King, bro. Uh, golf the round and top golf in the morning all year long. Yeah, I love golf the round. I actually, their course is a good bang around course to work on stuff. Yeah, Gary, I didn't know you were a golfer, bro. Gary, are you a golfer? Really? I love, uh, I love golf the round. Yeah. It, it, it makes a huge difference. Jeff Woodworth, I have golf on the VR played pebble last night. Love it. Love it. Uh, let's talk NBA. Shonsky says Jazz win 30 games max. Here we go. The NBA. All of our NBA talk on the Monty program hey, is presented by our friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Get your $10 30-day trial membership. If after 30 days it's not for you or you don't want to go on or you don't, no problem. Absolutely no problem. Walk away from it. But nobody walks away from it because it is it, once you get into their 30-day trial, it's it is so gripping because you see the money you could be making and you see the ability you have and you pick it up quick because day trading is not hard. Once you learn the process, the software, once you understand the system, once you start listening to your coach, you see, you just start picking it up. And they're guys that trade full-time, make $1,000 a day. And it's what I always tell you. For 10 bucks, you're going to go through the program. When you graduate their program, they're going to fund a trading account for you, their money that you trade with. And when you make money with their money, you keep up to 80% of it, of the profits. And you can stay in that system as long as you want, a year, a decade, a week. It's totally up to you. Tridaytrading.com. Slash Monty, make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Did Victor Wambanyama live up to the hype last night? Very interesting performance uh, for VW. Instantly in foul trouble. 
And they weren't, they weren't like touch fouls. They were legit hitting a guy on the arm. Hey, I've got four fouls. Let me go ahead and reach for the basketball and slap a guy on, yeah, and slap a guy on the wrist. And you wind up going right. He made it on the floor for 26 seconds and picked up his fifth foul. Like Victor Wambanyama is going to be fine. I think it is going to take him some time to get there. And beyond the injury concern, what we saw last night was a lineup that Victor Wambanyama probably should have dominated. Because if you are the Dallas Mavericks, you don't have the size to combat him defensively. But what the Dallas Mavericks did very well is they used the pick and roll switch to get the matchups that they wanted. And Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, Tim Hardaway Jr., they all were able to operate against Victor Wambanyama as evidenced by the fact that he only had one one shot block last night. He's got to learn how to play the NBA game because he's not going to get preferential treatment. He's not a superstar like he was in France. He has to learn to operate in the NBA system, and he will because you can see the skill is there. The question I have, Jake, is can he do it physically and will he be able to develop the discipline this season to dominate the NBA? I don't know about this season. I, I think that you will see as the season goes on, he'll have big nights offensively. But I think, you know, in terms of, you know, becoming a player that takes over a game on both ends or, you know, I like I look at Jokic and he's able to take over games on both ends, you know, offensively, defensively, can even trigger them in transition. That's the kind of thing that I think the Spurs want out of Victor. The problem is, is that I don't think Victor's going to be able to do that for probably two seasons because I think physically he's got to come along. And I also think that the NBA game is totally different than the Euro game, meaning that Euro basketball is very team-based. We're going to move the ball, no one-on-one. We're not working matchups. We're we're motion offense-based where the ball is just constantly moving, and that's how we're going to create open looks. The problem is in the NBA, it's not about that. It's about getting your best player the ball against their worst defender. Get the matchup. And that's what we saw last night. And I think, you know, Victor did well, uh, you know, in certain matchups. Absolutely. You know, that block on Kyrie was nice. Like, you you, you know, you had a couple other moments. But I, I it's his first game. I, I don't love that people are spinning this and saying, oh, well, Victor had the same stat line Tim Duncan did in his first game. He's going to be amazing. Well, that might be true, but that doesn't mean he's going to be amazing. And I still disagree with everybody saying that Victor Wembanyama's skill set is further uh, along than where LeBron was at the same age. Victor can shoot the basketball with anybody. There's no question about that. But Victor has no business going to the rack or being physical with anyone. And that's exactly what made LeBron the best player in basketball as soon as he stepped on the floor. And LeBron had the ability to run the fast break and just simply outrun you. It's cool that Victor's nutmegging people and having all these fancy plays, but that doesn't mean you're more skilled than people. The league will, once you put out 10, 12 games worth of tape, the league's going to come for you. And it's at that point when we will see what type of player Victor is. Because at that point, it's not going to be Victor's just better than everyone because he's 7-5 or whatever it is. Then it will be, hey, how badly does Victor want to be the best player in the league? Because he's going to have to work at that. And I think... That's what I will be waiting for. Uh, real quick on Jim Harbaugh. Adam Rittenberg from ESPN spoke Damn, to the uni- news. spoke to the University of Michigan police chief who confirmed that the FBI is involved and the investigation is extensive and ongoing 
and it covers multiple states and it is centered on former offensive coordinator Matt Weiss for computer access crimes. Oh, so oh, no. yeah, oh, my. yeah, you're okay. So now a football coach is looking at real jail time. Yeah, at Michigan, uh, I think Victor Wambanyama is going to be fine. I think when when he grows up a little bit and when he mentally matures a little bit, because that's what this league requires. Unless you're Luka Doncic, I agree with you. Stop comparing him to LeBron James and Tim Duncan. Their rookie years. I was at LeBron's first game in Sacramento way back in 2003 or whenever that was. It's a completely different league, officiated a different way. The play style is so different. You cannot compare them at all. And I think what you're seeing with Victor is he's not going to get calls. He's not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Dudes are going to go after him. There, there is just no doubt about that. And when you play in the Western Conference – there's a bunch of sharks looking for some chum in the water. And that's what a rookie who doesn't want to be a center is because it's very difficult to defend fours in this league because you look at who the fours are. It's guys like LeBron. You're going to get switched on the guys like Devin Booker. He got switched on to Kyrie last night and Kyrie shot right over him. Like, I just think there's a growing process. But the idea, I also saw a lot of people talking about how he was a bust. He's not a bust. He didn't suck last night. He got a he got an education last night. That's what he got. Darren Ingram, Jazz need to trade THG and JC. Hopefully, that's uh one of the reasons why they are uh in the starting lineup. You look at the Jazz last night. You want to play this four-guard rotation. The problem is your three best players are bigs. You don't have, and this includes Laurie Markinen. You don't have that difference-making leverage player. You, you don't have a Steph. You don't have a LeBron. You don't have an SGA. You don't have a Devin Booker or a Kevin Durant. Hell, look at the second-tier teams. You don't have a Malik Monk dunking on people. Yeah. You don't, you don't have that. So I think it's one of those things where you're really going to, you're really going to have to work. You are really going to have to find a way if you're the jazz to meddle through the first half of this season. And I agree with Darren, you're going to wind up trading Talon Horton Tucker. You're going to wind up trading Jordan Clarkson and you are going to wind up trading Colin Sexton because Keontae George has got to play there. There's just no doubt about that. Like your young guys on this team have to play and develop. John Collins has looked very good. Yeah, I thought he played well last night, shot the three decently, attacked the basket decently. Walker Kessler, Walker Kesslerd, like I think you're in. I think you're in great shape there. But I, I think you've got to move on from these guards. Yeah, no, I completely agree, and I think JC's the the perf the the best example. I, I mean, everyone knows that they that Ryan Smith denied that trade last year, uh, and they need to move along. They do. And, and I think that, that I, you're just holding yourself back and, and yes. I understand if, Hey, and again, uh, you know, it's not, you know, proven fact, but there's an understanding that, you know, the jazz are, are an organization that wants to do right by players. So you want to get JC to a title contender. You just decided not to do that last year for whatever reason. And this year, now you've got a real reason. 
I agree. Keontae George needs to play as many minutes as possible. And you shouldn't be running JC out there when Keontae George should be your starting guard, not Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson's out of place here. He may be a great guy and a great fit for he's the not market. A point, he's not a point guard. No, he's not a point guard. He is a six man. And that's the reason he won six man of the year two years ago or whenever that was. So that's what I'm saying. Just they just need to make some moves, but don't get don't get, you know, hasty with the rebuild. They're gonna be 35 is the top of the mountain. I think you're talking 30 to 32 wins. I think you're going to go on a 10 or 15 game winning streak this year just because that's how basketball works. And then you're going to come back to earth and everyone will understand that's where you are. And I think you're going to routinely get double doubles out of John Collins and Laurie Markkinen. I think Walker Kessler is probably going to play more minutes than he played last night. And I'm, I'm curious to see how... Will Hardy flexes and adjusts into this lineup because you're going to have to find a way to, to rotate these bigs. There's a lot of games you're going to play where you can't have Lori, John Collins, and Walker Kessler on the floor at the same time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of games where they need to be on the floor at the same time, but a guy like Talon Horton Tucker can't be on the floor with those three guys, or you're going to have to find those rotations. And, and I think once you get into the trade deadline and past, you're, I think Jordan Clarkson's trade exemption ex- ends January 14th or something like that. It could be wrong, mm-hmm. but you're you're going to move him at the deadline, which is why you structured the contract the way you did. It was a mistake not to trade him last year, and I I think you're you're kind of paying the price for that. But Chris Dunn, I think, is a fine holdover. I I, I look at the guys who played major minutes last night. Kelly Olynyk is not the same player he has been. No. Nope. He has he slowed down significantly, in my opinion. But Sexton, Don, Agbaji, and George need as many minutes as they can get. And show me that Colin Sexton should stay, because my guess is he'll play his way onto another team. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be my guess. Yeah, and I think that, you know, like, Olenek's another guy. Like, I don't want to see Olenek. I want to see Taylor Hendricks. I don't want to see Olenek. I want to see any of these guys that you drafted. <clears throat> I want them to get the minutes, and, and they should. And I think, you know, I... I I, I would love to be able to ask Danny and Ryan, like, hey, what's the logic in JC or any of these guys that are still on your roster? If the logic was you didn't like what the market had to offer, I understand that. I get that. You wanted to wait and let some cards fall and let the Dame thing happen and now let the Harden thing happen and you just didn't like where the league was at. Okay, I understand that. I get that. You weren't going to be a playoff team anyway. Totally get it. But now... I believe that you're playing a dangerous game because if you keep playing these guys, you're going to start to hurt the development of the young guys. And that's something I just think you can't do. That, to me, is a cardinal sin of any rebuild. Yep, totally agree. Uh, Boss Frog, oh, they're totally booked the ninth and 10th. Well, DM me, dude. Let's let's connect. DM me. Well, let's let's find a day. Let's find a weekend. Let's, let's do it. I don't know what your schedule looks like. Uh, but now I know you... <laughs> You a baller. Let's do this. I need to get on that course. Uh, Darren Ingram says, you guys nailed it. Thank you. Uh, Shonsky says, 100% agree, Monty. Uh, Big Daddy Magic, who is Cooper Flagg? Um, with somebody, will somebody please tell me who he is? He's a stud high school basketball player. Yeah. He is going to be amazing. Amazing. Kay Nuren, the Jazz need to play the young guys. You need to play the young rotational guards. And I... I'm just curious, do you have with those three guys, with John Collins, Laurie Markin, and let's and let's go backwards, John at the five, Walker at the five, right? Can they play together as a four or five combo? 
Well, John Collins is a power forward, right? But there's going to be a lot of minutes where you're going to want him as your five. But I don't. I, I think Will Hardy's gone out of his way to say I don't have it one through five, which I totally agree with. So can you play Kessler, Collins, Markkinen together? I think you're going to see that a lot. And then when teams go small, okay, you're probably going to lose Walker Kessler a little bit. You're probably going to lose John Collins a little bit. But then who are the other two guys on the floor? Well, your priority right now is probably going to be Jordan Clarkson. But how long are you going to take the frustrating roller coaster ride with Talon Horton Tucker? <laughs> is, yeah, to the trade deadline, I guess. Are you better off playing THT or Colin Sexton, Keontae George, Ochai Baji? Like, are, are you, you know, like, who are those two guys to fit with those other three? And who's that guard that can play a little bigger? Because you've got so many guards on this team. If you look at George, Akbaji, Dunn, Sexton, um, I mean, Clarkson, Talon Horton Tucker, like, got, what is that, seven guards? Yeah. That you're playing significant minutes, right? So you have to ask yourself, okay, well, can I really go, very long into the season playing Taylor Hendricks, two minutes. Are, are, are we going, is that really what we're going to do? Are we going to Azabuki this dude? And we're going to, we're, we're going to play him two minutes. You can't do that. Like uh, you have to find a way. And I know it's painful and I get Danny loves him. Some Kelly Olenek. Why is Kelly Olenek playing 17 minutes on a 30 win team? Yeah, I don't get it. Don't get it. So, because I could make an argument and you're going to say, well, Hendricks isn't ready. Okay, well, what does that mean? Two minutes a night is going to get him ready? And Olenek is ready? Send you him, lost by 16. Send him to the G League. I'll get you. But more to that point, you lost by 16 to a hybrid team. Yeah. Because if you if you look at who plays the minutes, Malik Monk beat your ass for 23 minutes last night. Yes. And if you, you really look at the guys that played the minutes, it was Fox, Murray, Barnes, and Sabonis. And look at who Sabonis is. Sabonis is giving you 22 and 12 with five dimes of steel and two blocks. But why is he able to do that? Because he's 6'10", 240, and he runs the floor exceptionally well. Yeah. Well, that's Walker Kessler. But Walker's a little bigger and less skilled. So you, you, can't, you don't probably have a lineup, which is why Walk played less minutes last night. But the, you don't have a lineup that goes up with those guys. Because you're playing against Harrison Barnes, Barnes, who can play the two, three, or the four, right? You're playing with a with a Malik Monk. You're playing with a, you know, with a with a uh, a guy like Davion Mitchell. You don't have that flexibility because you're so guard heavy and you're not willing to play your younger players. Yeah, I'd rather you win twenty games and play ten Taylor Hendricks thirty minutes a night. If we're just truth telling, yeah. I know what Fontecchio is. Fontecchio is not a base player. He's not a guy that you're like, man, I got to find a way to get him 20 minutes. No, you don't. No, you don't. Completely you don't. agree, dude. But the other game last night, and again, I understand you guys are going to be like, man, you're stupid. Anybody watch the uh, Houston Rockets play basketball last night? No. Let's be honest about it. They lost by, what, 30? But all of a sudden they look like a basketball team and they look like a professional basketball team that know how, how to play basketball. Now, 
somebody might want to teach them how to shoot a higher percentage because he shot 40% from the floor. <laughs> but that looks like a team. Because it's garbage. That looks like a team who knows how to play basketball all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But why is that? Because you bring in a guy like Fred Van Vliet and you bring in a guy like Brooks and you bring in a guy uh, like Jabari Smith into you know his his second year as a 20-year-old and he already looks way better now than he looked at any point last year or during the summer. Yep. And the bigger question is, and to our point about draft picks, look at, did anybody see that Cam Whitmore played 10 minutes last night? Oh my God, the star of the summer league, the dominant player in the preseason played 10 minutes last night. Hello, Cam, man. Because guys like Cam Whitmore aren't ready to play in the league. He played 10 minutes and didn't score. But then you run into a cat like Ammon Thompson. Who has been a darling. And all of a sudden, he played 21 minutes, but he shot three of 10 and one of seven. But he gave you five rebounds, two dimes, eight points. was a minus 34. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just a little bit the wrong direction. But the Rockets actually look like they have some flipping idea of what they're doing. Yeah. I, I, I think it is really... I think it is really interesting. And I look at like last night, I, I, the other team that I thought was so interesting last night was the Oklahoma city thunder. And I don't know if James is here, but did anybody notice the education that Chet Holmgren got last night? Dude, he did. He did. And you, you wonder how much development happened in that one game where you beat the hell out of my R and we, the Chicago bulls. But Chet Holmgren got dropped a couple of times. Yeah. And he got dunked on once. And you're like, well, this kid sucks. But that's what you need. You need the streets to educate you, man. It's true. It's and true. The, the street did some teaching. Yeah, I mean, I Chet thought, I, honestly, like, on that drum and play where, you know, everyone, it's on rotating on SC top 10. Dude, Chet was just lazy with the ball at the top of the key and Drummond took it from him. And that's the little stuff that yep. that great NBA players understand. They've got to be good in those areas so that they can get to their spot. And I think that Chet, you know, I, I you can't tell a kid, oh, well, don't be lazy with the ball at the top of the key. Well, thanks, coach. Tell me something I don't know. But then what do we get? Hey, you were lazy at the top and you pay the price. And that's how you learn. And I and think they sat him down. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, I, I think for Chet, that's a great learning lesson. And I think but, that. But Jake, here's the thing. And I don't want to look at the comment section yet because I don't know if if Uncle Salty's here. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Josh Giddy's the greatest <laughs> player I've ever seen. Oh my, oh my God. Stay hard. Stay hard. Josh. Stay hard. Giddy. Oh my. Oh, oh. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> 16 points. 32 minutes. Seven of 14. Six rebounds. Six times. Oh my God. Give him the MVP. Fucking Ante Tacumpo Giddy, give him the MVP right now. Giddy juices is not all over the place. Giannis Giddy, just give it to him. Oh my! I mean, that's I I I have I I quit. How we feeling about Josh? Probably too much. Thought he had a good game. That's it. That's it. Uh, dude did what he usually does, and that's cool. He beat the hell out of the Bulls. Yeah, he did. There's salty drunk right there. VW and Chet will be tested defensively. Yes, no will. question about it, dude. Tanner and, Plummer and, and, says Josh Mitty. Yeah, and Drummond's that guy. Drummond wants to kick your ass. He does, and and he absolutely did that. What do you guys make of this Devin Booker situation? Um, what situation would that be, sir? 
Devin Booker, the sex machine, is sitting tonight. That's in, in their home opener, where they're going to play in the same city as the soon-to-be world champions of baseball. The Texas Rangers. <laughs> the Texas Rangers are going to play in Arizona against the Diamondbacks. See what he did there? Uh, they're playing in Phoenix against the Lakers. My guy, the best scorer in the NBA, Devin Booker, has a foot injury. He is not going to play. Neither is Bradley Beal in his 100-year-old back. People are pissed, and they're saying that this is load management. Mm-hmm. Is it load management or is he legitimately injured? Uh, I think it's load management. I think that there's new rules around load management, and so your guys got to be hurt if you want to sit him. And so Devin Booker's hurt. He's been dealing with a foot injury for a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the foot injury wasn't an excuse when he dropped 32 on opening night. Well, you're not allowed to sit guys on opening night, clearly. Wow. But then you look at the situation in uh, Philistankia. <laughs> I don't have a name for Philadelphia. The Sixers and James Harden are under NBA investigation, according to Wojbomb, uh, because James Harden tried to get on the team flight today or yesterday, and they said, nah, bro. Did you guys hear about this? James Harden showed up for the team flight to Milwaukee. Mm. Security turned him away and said, we were told not to let you on the plane. So now the NBA wants to know, well, wait a minute. Um, the star player, one of your recent all-stars, one of your top earners and a fan favorite wants to come and join you, and you said no? Um, Here's Here, let me fix it for it. Let me fix it for you guys. <laughs> hey, Daryl, how many more ways are you going to screw up this James Harden um, situation? Um um let me get this right james harden said he would never play with you because you're a liar who lacks integrity you know that wasn't enough to make you and he said that in china by the way china yeah so that wasn't enough to make you trade him then he didn't show up to camp for personal reasons uh he hasn't been practicing with you you still haven't traded him even though the clippers made you a fairly significant offer and now he does show up after you said he didn't show up and you won't let him on the team flight. Look, is James Harden fat? He's not. <laughs> he has a glandular fat. issue. He's big boned. Yeah. Is Daryl Morey not a good GM? Yes, he's a terrible GM. Th- this is no longer on James Harden. Yeah, and what's interesting about the Clippers situation is the Clippers, before this team flight thing happened, the Clippers said, hey, we're walking away from this now. Like, it, as if... As if something like they found something out. Cause you, you know how, like when teams are negotiating, you never hear the team who wants a certain player be like, yeah, we're done with this. You rarely hear that in the league. So when the news came out that the Clippers had been chasing James for however long now, and then all of a sudden the Clippers are like, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to take a step back. Even though we just offered you the farm. We're not going to like, that's weird to me, dude. We're going to we're gonna leave you on red. That's weird to me. And so then you say no to James getting on the team plane. So what exactly is Daryl Moore doing here? I don't know what Daryl Moore is doing. I have no idea. And it, it galls me that GMs, and this happens in major or in the NBA all the time, never in Major League Baseball, rarely in the NFL. 
It happens all the time in the NBA. Okay, I've got on Lululemon shorts. Let me show you how big it is. Okay, because I'm not going to trade you. And then it becomes a problem. And it becomes an infection in your locker room. Yeah. Because trust me when I say, guys in the, the 76ers room, like James Harden. And who's who's listening now? Joel Embiid, who is going to ask to be traded this next offseason. 100% agree. It, it's you got to trade James Harden. Get it off your books. Because now, Daryl Morey, because you're a stubborn donkey, now you walk yourself into an NBA investigation because you have no way to reasonably explain why you, why you denied a recent All-Star access to your team flight. So he's not going to play in a national TV game. Which, why did they change the load management rules? Well, because national TV games, especially on the road, were not getting... LeBron, we're not getting KD. We're not getting the best players in the league because they were being load managed. So they put in a rule. You have to have a reason not to play your all-stars. Yeah. Especially in national TV games. And you don't have a reason. You fucking donkey. You just fell. You tripped and fell into an NBA investigation because you're a donkey. Yeah. What are you, Jim Harbaugh? <laughs> Come on. This is so dumb. So dumb. Teddy Wayman, the tile king of Utah. Hello, Theodore. Uh, sup, guys. I totally agree with your take that Jazz need to play the rookies or they're prolonging the development. Hey, guys. They are. Yes, they are. Kay Nuren, you need to play to learn the pro game. Yes, you 100%. do. 100%. Victor Wamba and your mama. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, load management. I'm working on that later tonight. Uh, Gabriel. <laughs> what? I'm watching the NBA. Uh, a lot. Uh, Gabriel, dude, I'm playing table tennis with my brother and I'm hearing all these shenanigans. Chill. What? You got to get stroked. Uh, Big Daddy Magic, the instant classic. Oh. People need to stop over assassinating their favorite players. It really pisses me off. Victor's the way. Yeah, I hate when you over assassinate players. Yeah, I mean, you haven't been over assassinating Victor's success all summer. And Just in all the DMs you send me about yeah, how I mean, great you know, Victor it's, is. It's, you know, whatever, Victor's dude. Victor's going to be amazing. Oh, man, sorry I was wrong about Victor. <laughs> Big Daddy Magic the other night sent me a video laying in bed. No, don't okay, ever, dude, don't ever well, do that I don't, again. I, dude, what are we doing? His cock. Don't ever do that again. Dude, what are we doing? What, what what are we doing? Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Johnny Gonzalez, players are using their PTO as soon as they get it. That's yeah, for right. real. Going to Vegas, bro. Um, I think this is pretty smart. Bradley Beal has a back injury. That's not the question. This Devin Booker thing, I I cannot believe Devin Booker. Here's why I side with he's hurt. It's the Lakers. He wants to be a Laker. I think he's going to end his career as a Laker. He's not missing the Laker game. He loves playing against LeBron. He's talked about it. He's not missing a LeBron game. I think he legitimately has a foot injury. Yeah. I, I don't even doubt it. I it's just hard for me to to believe it when you did what you did on opening night. Now all of a sudden you're hurt. I I I don't disagree. He wants to be a Laker. And you're gonna sit in that building all night and watch LeBron. On his home floor, do what he does. I get it. After you showed up in your completely renovated Coupe de Ville. Yeah, I get it. Because Book's got an amazing car collection. Yeah, but I I don't know. I'm not saying the guy's lazy. I just, it surprises me that you dominated opening night. Now, two days later, you have a foot injury. 
but he's been managing that foot injury. Yeah. He's been dealing with it. Yeah. But he, what is he? He's another FIBA guy. Yeah. He's an Olympic guy. So he's been playing and playing and playing. He's a, he's a ball player. Devin Booker plays a lot of basketball, whether it's FIBA, the Olympics or pickup games. Mm -hmm. He's he's, but he's a guy they also cannot win a championship without. So I think he has a legitimate injury. I do. And you're going to be like, that's your guy. That's why. Damn right. By the way, uh, really cool to see Dame in another uniform. I, I mean, thoroughly enjoying this. It is so nice to see him on a better team. I'm glad he's on a better team. I hate that it's not the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. He should be a one-team guy. But I don't, I certainly don't believe, as he shoots a brick his first time up, I certainly do not believe that they win a championship because of Dame. Chris Middleton's going to determine pass or fail in Milwaukee. Totally agree. I, I don't think – I think Dame's a great player, but – you need Chris Middleton's that glue guy that you need. Yep. And Giannis is always going to do his thing. And I, I just think you need more than that. And I'd be really surprised if they wound up winning a championship because of Damian Lillard. Really interesting too. And this is for the basketball purists out there. Anybody notice this blue line that the bucks are running on their floor tonight? Or like the baseline and the sideline is blue instead of white? Yeah, because they, they have to do that because of the color scheme on their floor. This is a thing in the NBA. They have green paint. Their painted area, the yeah, the paint yeah. is green. The baseline is green. There's no way for the officials to see the different... No, but I'm saying it should be white. Like, most of the time, it's white. It's odd to me that oh, it's blue. You see what I mean? It like, is blue. Yeah, like, most of the time, that'd just be white because that's, that's the colors. Like, I don't know why it's blue. Yeah. That's weird to no, me. I think it's interesting. I actually uh, like it. Anyway. Uh, I don't like it as much as I like Bucked Up. BuckedUp.com, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Um, getting DMs about low inventory on free samples of uh, Buckshot. I am told they have been restocked. So the Buckshot samples are ready for you guys to rock and roll. BuckedUp.com. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY20. Uh, and I'll tell you my, or MONTY to get 20% off at checkout. Uh, promo code MONTY. Uh, I'll tell you my stack this morning, dude, when I was I was in the gym. By the way, I didn't see you at the gym today. Did you work out in the corner over there where I couldn't see you? Nope. Took the in, day off. In bro. your Lululemon pants? Took the day off. Uh-huh. Didn't text about the gym, so decided to take the day off. Yeah, I got up at 5 o'clock. Good for uh, you. Went and did arms and legs today. Um, but I'm loving this stack where I take, um, I'm not a pre-workout guy, but I bang that LFG today. It makes a difference. You get, you get going bucked up pre-workout, big difference maker, but I'm loving the racked BCAs and the six point creatine. That's what I drink while I'm working out. I, I am partial to the pina colada flavor of racked BCAs. Um, Giannis doing work. Yeah. Uh, but that six-point creatine is awesome. Um, and it's just, I just feel better. I was incredibly sore Tuesday. We played golf Wednesday morning. I was not as sore as I thought I was going to be. Today, I have zero soreness. And I really attribute it to the, the bucked-up whey protein and the creatine. And there, my wife has me on this hydration kick where she's like, hey, are you taking your electrolytes? They have this product called IV. Um, I use it all. Get a 20% discount on all of your, your supplements at buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty for 20% off. But in the description below, you guys, go get it. Uh, we have, what I guess, really 
three more shows to yeah. get the samples, go hook up the samples of Bucked Up, Buckshot, in the description below. Look how it's great for us. I took I took it two and a half hours ago, and I am still rolling right through it. I've got tons of energy, and I've got great mental clarity because that's what Buckshot's all about. It is the best ingredients that make the best products that do exactly what they say they're going to do. Buckshot from Bucked Up, the official energy provider of the Monty Show, watching Philly and Milwaukee. Philly's a much better defensive team than I remember them being. And P.J. Tucker banging with uh, Giannis Ante, your mama, is mm -hmm. a pretty interesting watch. And you know what's really interesting? Joel Embiid being healthy and spry this early in the season is something to behold. Joel Embiid looks really good, and he gets a throwdown. Uh, Philadelphia goes up 5-3. Uh, in the first quarter, we'll keep you updated on that game. Uh, Harry Austin, breaking news per the Monty Show. Every great NBA player wants to play for the Lakers and will be playing for the Lakers. Well, Devin Booker hasn't even hid that. Is that why LeBron's a Laker? Devin Booker has talked openly about his love and affection of Kobe Bryant and the devastation that Kobe's death had on him. Yeah. He has, for his entire career, much to the dismay of some Suns fans, uh, opined about how much he loves the Lakers. And I don't think there's any doubt he will be a Laker. I, I think there is a conversation on small market versus big market, though. Certainly. And Harry, you're a San Antonio guy. I'm happy to have the conversation. And I will tell you that I don't understand our obsession with ratings. As fans, why do we give a crap about ratings? I, I've never understood this. What do you get out of knowing how many people watched the Laker Celtic game versus how many people watched the Jazz Spurs game? What does that do for us? I don't think it does anything. Case in point. Oh man, the Diamondbacks are in the World Series. You know Major League Baseball wanted the Phillies. Well, that might be true. But if you're a baseball fan, are you not going to watch? I'm watching the World Series. I don't understand why we why we obsess over ratings. Because I think if your small market team's getting big market ratings, you can say, oh, market size doesn't matter. We're the Diamondbacks. People care. Yeah, we're San Diego State playing in the National Championship of Basketball. People care, only they didn't. Nobody watched. Nobody watched. So We, we obsess know. over it. Yeah. We obsess over it. it it's it, And I don't understand it. Do you guys root for small teams to wear Cinderella's shoe? I'm curious about that. I'm very, very curious about that. Johnny Gonzalez would like to see a Jordan type one team career. It's very difficult to do. And Jordan didn't play for one team. He played, yeah, he played for two. For multiple teams, which I still haven't forgiven him for. Dude, I've been saying this for a while now. Middleton has got to be consistent in the playoffs. Last year, he was all over the place. He wasn't healthy. He's coming off a knee surgery now. And he actually looks pretty good tonight. Um, stepping into passing lanes, he's got one steal already, but he's not standing at the top of the key anymore. One of the interesting things, you know what pisses me off about Giannis? This right here. You've got Dame five feet to your left. You have got, oh, the guy with the ball right now. His Malik name, Beasley. Malik Beasley in, in the corner to your right and Chris Middleton in the opposite corner. What do you think Giannis did from the top of the key? Yeah, he almost broke the backboard. Did he drive and kick? No. He bricked a three. And I'm just saying, why is Damian Lillard there if, if Giannis is going to shoot threes and miss them badly? I, I hate bad basketball. 
I hate it. But who's going to say two words to, to Giannis about that? Nobody. 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 Uh, Darren Ingram. Um, Jordan played for more than one team. Thank you. <laughs> I hate you, Ted Leonsis, the owner of the Washington Wizards at the time. So there you go. Salty Drunk, Bonte Show 101, never praise your favorite player. I, pra I praise my favorite player all the time. What are you talking about? You're, so Josh Giddy's your favorite player. Yeah, I, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I thought SGA. So for those of you who are new or don't know this, Salty Drunk lives in Melbourne, Australia. And he is an unforgiving, unwavering Australian basketball player fan. He owes us 10 cases of Forex Summer Gold, Forex Gold Summer Ale, <coughs> because he said <coughs> that the Jazz would never, ever trade Joe Ingles. Even though we were telling you Joe Ingles is going to get traded. Yeah. Then Joe Ingles got traded, and all of a sudden, he has not paid his bet. Mm -hmm. But you, I did not even know that you were a Josh Giddy favorite player guy, but we've been arguing with Salty Drunk uh, over Josh Giddy versus Austin Reeves. And I've said repeatedly, Austin Reeves is a better player and he does, he's far more important to the Lakers than Josh Giddy is to the Thunder. Yeah. And James has repeatedly crapped himself and stained the couch over that statement. <laughs> Probably too much. Did Probably, I go too I think I, I just think it's. I think I'm not You don't want to upset him, dude. I, I don't need, I, I don't, yeah, I don't need that, dude. Too far. Don't need that. Uh, Gabriel, surprised that Middleton is not getting the spotlight on him enough. Well, you, when you've got Dame. Middleton and, is not a star. He's a really good player. He's just a low-key guy. Yep. Uh, Harry Austin, part of this goes back to Wemby will be a Laker in the offseason. I hate that. He's not. I always love that. Ratings only matter in conference realignment. There you go. Yes, I root for small teams to wear Cinderella's shoe. I do not. Back 10. Derek Roche. Uh, OG Gary, my Lakers are winning it all. Well, listen, I, I mean, there's rehab for guys that use meth. I mean, honestly, um, you're crazy. Yeah, I, as a cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, as a casual observer of the Los Angeles Lakers, they're not winning at all. I, <laughs> see, because, and again, we talk about this routinely on the show. Yeah. Um, as a fan of Chicago sports, as Jake likes to say, I routinely get piped. Yes. And so I said, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the Bulls are going to be terrible. They had a play one game. Because it's garbage. One game into the season, they had a players only meeting. Uh, they got piped last night by OKC. Um, Billy Donovan, not an NBA head coach, who is an NBA head coach. Walked into his own locker room and they're like, hey, coach, can you give us a minute? And they asked him to leave <laughs> so that they could have a bitch and moan session. That Do you understand what I'm dealing with? So let, up, let's, bro? let's reset. Sam Hartman shaved his beard. And what an idiot. Marcus, like... Marcus Freeman can't count to a lot. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, the Chicago Bears. Well, I don't have to say anything else. Uh, the Chicago Cubs, again, what is there to say? Um, and the Chicago Blackhawks, well. That's pretty much self-explanatory. Uh, what else do I have to say? And so the Phoenix Suns and Devin Booker. We're getting somewhere. Best scorer in the NBA who's not playing tonight. I, I have nothing. Do you see how soulless I am as a sports fan? Nothing.
Are you rolling on prize picks tonight? Shut up. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> just asking a question, dude. Just asking a question. You want to know how soulless I am as a sports fan? My guy. <coughs> my guy. He's my guy. Stay hard. Austin Reeves. I needed him to score 15 points. Daddy. He missed a free throw. Finished at 14. You fucking prick. Lover do, you boy. Know, do you know what? Excuse my French. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know what the number was? He finished with 14. I had him over 14 and a half. That motherfucker don't miss, man. Where's Josh Giddy when you need him? I don't get down like that. So am I playing prize picks NBA tonight? God damn right I am. <laughs> yes. I've duh. lost. I've lost. And I'm not even. I mean, I'm almost like Notre Dame. I've lost my last three NBA plays by half a point. You ought to know you bought it. Half a point. Damn. Anthony Street Clothes Davis. Yeah. Preseason last After week. After the Street Clothes Davis. I needed 16. He scored 15. <laughs> You're so fucked. It's good talk. I, your mom, uh, Kane Uren. I'm not gonna read that. The, who do you think you are, dude? Who, who the hell? Who are you to raise you that name? Think you are raising what, that? What makes name? you think you can put that name on our show? That you can. What the fuck are you? What gives you the right, sir? And I know you're not wearing hockey pads. That's right, T. James, last week, both Notre Dame and the Bears won. Isn't that a good thing? <laughs> Notre Dame, but my mother. But he didn't win because Sam Hartman shaved his damn beard. Do you understand? Jesus. Do you understand the situation with the Bears? Like, do you understand that my mouse is in two pieces right now? Because it's garbage. And I really just want you to know that don't you don't. Don't end the show, okay? You, don't end the show. You don't know. I'm not going to end the show. Okay, thank you, you. you don't know. Who the Bears quarterback is. Yeah, next question. Monty, have you gone back to not saying dude? You're not, you're not, you guys, you think this is funny. My my J-I-M-M-E-R, my J-I-M-M-E-R sobriety is intact on this program. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. You will not take my dignity. I will not fall off the wagon. No. It's not going to happen. It's not. Gabriel, the Bears are an absolute mess. I see them cleaning house by next year if they don't make the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, that was a joke, right? Like, did you, the Bears and the wild card? See what he did there. You, you mean the Cal Bears, but there's no wild card in college. It's Division One football! You know, I, I mean, do you know what I'm saying? OG Gary, he was tr as trending as Lynn Sanity was. I've been watching. Uh, who, I don't know who we're talking about right now. I mean, I, you know. I've been watching Suits a lot lately. Yes. It's based in New York. And Lynn Sanity, it, Harvey Specter says Lynn Sanity like once an episode. And yeah. I love it. I should have been a lawyer. Yeah. It, it's not too late. There are so many things I should, I like, I want to, I want to qualify for a PGA event. Now I can't golf. So I probably am that ne that's never happening. 
Um, I'd like to wear Lululemon, but as you a can wear Lulu. as a man with a big bone, um, I'm that's probably not going to happen. Macaque, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so there are few things in my life that that I have, and it's not too late to go back to law school. I need to be Mike Ross. All I have in this world is my thoughts and my word. And I don't break them for no photographic and stuff. Photographic memory. Uh, Derek Roche, I've watched every Suits episode. I'm trying to get my wife hooked on it. And I don't, my wife is, listen, my wife is amazing. If you've ever met, if you ever Um, have met Mrs. Monty. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. If you've ever met Mrs. Monty, you know she's salt of the earth, amazing. So I'm all I'm here. I think I've seen the first four seasons of Suits. And we're towards the end of season one right now. And my wife now has gone to Instagram scrolling during Suits. Come on. That downstairs kitty cat is not yours to have, okay? She that or she's into like some last night it was Friday trading. She, she ain't stop I, making excuses watch the damn show i don't think she's feeling this i don't think she's feeling you're being this. lewis lit right now okay just watch the show <laughs> the chompers on lewis lit Horse that face. guy that guy's gotta have the biggest teeth ever oh my god um oh man speaking of huge teeth let's talk about jake's dating life <laughs> um, yes jeff isn't suits the one with princess megan yes and she's not a princess um monty what if you became a lawyer but you end up like rudy giuliani would you still do it no i would not use crappy hair dye you know big daddy magic marty i am a beloved buffalo bills fan who the fuck is marty hey all right here on the marty show hey marty <laughs> marty keimer uh hey i know you're a buffalo bills fan they're gonna lose tonight OG Gary, y'all gonna uh, go mudding? No, dude, we're not going mudding, okay? What, is, what does that mean? That's a Lewis Slit reference. It is? Yeah. Lewis goes mudding all the time. Okay. Yeah, dude. I'm not going mudding. No. Um, but speaking of huge chompers, uh, let's talk about places you never go on your first date. Uh-huh. Now, Jake is terrible at dating. He is, I, I mean, he is a terrible dater. Right. Not good. Right. Terrible choice in women. Right. Current company excluded. Right. Um, here's a list of places that according to women, you can never go on your first date. Right. Here's a list of places that women absolutely refuse to go on a first date. And thank you to the ladies who reached out to help me on my list. This is from social media that I'm addicted to. Um, Number one on the list, Cheesecake Factory. Jake, have you gone to the Cheesecake Factory recently? Yes, not mm. on a first date, though. Surprising. It's too, it's too expensive for a first date. Applebee's. Nope. Chili's. Mm-mm. You haven't been to Chili's lately. Mm-mm. You're a liar. Mm-mm. In this relationship, have you been to Chili's? Yes. Not lately, though. It's been a couple months. Okay, first of all, if you take, can you take... Cheesecake Factory is a perfectly reasonable first date. No, it's not. It's too expensive. I'm telling you, it's a great second date. Cheesecake Factory on the first date is too expensive. But what if you're getting dessert? Is it still too expensive? And I'm not talking about cheesecake. Oh, okay. Work well, with me. You know. Stay home. I've been a rich man and I have been a poor man. 
I'm not doing Cheesecake Factory on the first date, dude. Okay. Uh, Chipotle. You can't go to Chipotle on a first date. I've done that. <laughs> I've done it. Yep. Stop. Damn talking. right I've done it. Um, <laughs> stop. T- stop talking. 20-year-olds today, like, I'm I'm sorry. Um, Olive Garden. No. The movies. No. Your house. No. Any fast food chain. Uh, oh, my God, you're thinking about it. Well, Chipotle's fast food. There's a lot of places that'd be considered fast food. McDonald's. No. Any fried chicken joint. No. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. No, probably not. Wingstop. No. Red Lobster. No. A buffet. No. I need a different kind of buffet. You know what I'm saying? IHOP. No. Denny's. Nope. The gym. Nope. Church. Nope. Starbucks. <laughs> uh, nope. You have been to Starbucks on a first date, you prick. <laughs> yes, you, you have. Up with you over text message? Yeah, you have. I have actually been. Yeah, Starbucks is a good first date. Where are your yeah. first, where have your first date? Go all the way back to, uh, not hockey girl, because she was, you, you broke the ultimate rule of working together. Right. Um. Who was, oh, tore up the apartment and wanted to murder you, girl. Uh, where was that first date? Portillo's. Portillo's. So you took her to a fast food place. Yeah, but Portillo's is chill. Like, like, it's got pasta, pasta. Like it's it's got the pasta. Dude, do you know the hot it's dogs are awesome? It's a combo. Yeah, it's not fast food because it takes forever. It's a combo. Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting roast beef there on a first date. I'm getting hot dogs. You're getting roast beef after the first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Crazy girl that almost murdered your shoes and run alive to your shoes. You took it to Portillo's. Oh, Let's see. I'm going to take this girl to Portillo's. How do we think this relationship's going to um, work out? Um, Who am I missing? Oh, yeah. Wild outdoors walk ahead, way ahead on the hike, girl. Where was your first date? Oh, the uh, park. Yeah, the we park. went on a walk at the park. The park. Yeah, that was cool. No, it was not. Okay, Mr. Expert, where would you go on a first date? Church. Please. I would not. Ice cream dates. No, that's not first date material. Oh, shit. Here's one I agree with. Family functions. Okay. No. Uh, movie night, Netflix, Hulu, etc. No. Somewhere that requires a long drive. No. Which you've also done. Uh, bowling. Yeah, bowling would be a good first date. Have you done that? Uh, not as first date, but as a date, yeah. Nightclubs. No. Hookah bars. No. A bar just for drinks. No. You have to. No, I have not. I'm not Waffle, a drinker, dude. Okay. Waffle House. No. Sporting events. Uh, I don't. That what's, would be. What's wrong with this? That what, would be a good wait, wait, first wait, wait. date, but I haven't been to one on a first date. I don't think you can go to the movies, bowling, sporting event. You, you need to. I am a big believer in you need to sit across from me and look me in the eyes and tell me about yourself. Well, that's fair. Yeah. And we need to be able to talk and all yeah. that good mushy gushy stuff right um where was mrs mrs monty and i's first date was at national sports bar okay in west covina California. you remember what you talked about sex uh i don't know. <laughs> this was 1998 okay that's the i that's you know yeah so but ultimately where would you take women on a first date yeah i mean most of the time you know any a casual place where you can talk that's the that's the rubric you okay. know casual you, place what is the talk. what is the money that's required 
Depends how bad you want a second date. But, you know, I think that, you know, I would be up fine for 50 bucks. Yeah. You're not going out. You're not going out to eat for less than a hundo. Yeah, you can. No. On a first date. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're checking with Chipotle. Yeah. You go to Applebee's and what you get that get the, the per- appetizer Dude. tower. You can get all those onion rings right Fat. on the top row. Fat. 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 Hey, man, it's our first what date. What does it say about the female you're going on a first date with if the minimum's a hundred bucks? That's that's a red flag on its own. She's probably she better be hot. Nah, that's a red flag on its but own. But see, dude. you're also the guy who doesn't ask questions on the phone. Yeah. No, I don't ask questions on the phone. You're a terrible screener of first date. Come on. You, you're, uh, but I'm serious. And your generation is like, oh yeah, let's go to a coffee shop and get a frappuccino, mocha, vinte latte. And you we'll, have to we'll get, get a, we'll get a cake app, donut, dude. You have to get past the app. And if there's some spice, pumpkin spice out, we'll get some pumpkin spice loaf. Yeah, you, 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 you've never had a date on an app, dude. You got to get past the app portion, then ask your uh, questions. That's the key. Gabriel says, "Preach, Jake. Preach." Yeah. I agree. All my dudes out there know what it is. Uh, Harry Austin, I met my wife at a country bar, then took her to a flea market and walked around the next day. And we went to Red Robin 25 years later. I guess that worked out. Fine. Yeah. See, like Red Robin's fine. That's fine. That's you can sit there and you can talk. And yeah, Gumby Fresh uh, or Derek Rocher, excuse me. Whoa, comment dump. Uh, Grandpa Nick's is too old for high elevation. No, no. Gabriel, online dating almost never works. I feel your pain, Jake. Oh, gee, Gary, my wife and I had our first date at Chipotle. See? Tacos or a burrito? Burrito bowl? See, savvy dater knows you're not getting a burrito you're on the first You're not getting date. a burrito on the first date. Don't be an idiot. You, Don't be an idiot, dude. No. Gumby Fresh Out, I approve of Red Robin. Okay. Okay. I like it. All right. All right, the Monty Show, as always, is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business, theadvocates.com, where you can chat with an attorney live online, 24-7, 365. Tomorrow, Football Friday on the Monty Show, big, big preview, uh, Utah kicking the crap out of Oregon. I would take Utah to cover. Oregon's going to win the game. Maybe not. Uh, we'll have a preview and picks for you on that. Obviously, BYU, Texas, the entire entirety of Michigan's depth of sadness. If they lose next week, is it because of the betting scandal? Yeah, I think it could be. Full football preview tomorrow. Make sure you hit the like button on the way out the door. Love every one of you. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.